I don't know what's wrong with it, but when you talk, it sounds horrible, bro. I'm just uh, gonna let you know that. You horrible now? Huh? That horrible now? Yeah, it's 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 still horrible, bro. Right. Yeah, but yo, this is my whole thing. We just let Reggie go on a 20 minute. I promise you, I would sit here and watch your 20 minute presentation. I'm just saying, do you have a 20 minute presentation? Like concrete Corey. Well, go, go ahead. Story. Read the article that I put up. You hear your boy. You, you, hey, you, 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 you didn't even read it. You know what I'm saying? But X, 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 X is so disrespectful. And you talking I'm about from, the panel. I'm from Jersey. Your boy is your boy X. I don't have time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? He's the one because cutting people up. He's blaming the panel. I know. Yo, I do not want to hear you niggas argue, yo. Chef, why you let these I could be in the room with my motherfucking girl, yo. I do not want to hear grown men argue. Chef, you let 10 people on the panel, bro. Oh my. All right. You put a rough panel together, Chef. All 10 I people, can't all 10 I people can't, are not speaking, I can't bro. Handle, this is a rough 10 one, bro. 10 people on the panel. <laughs> I, I don't like... Yo, you it's ain't... Really not, you can't really not get that, you It's really not the panel. It's really at People hey, hey, but check it. We got 90 people in the building. Make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe to the channel. Why? Yo, if you want uh, to let this you know people in, let Chief Exxon. Let Chief Exxon. We uh, hey, appreciate let y'all. Let Chief Exxon. I got some questions for him anyway. Let Chief um, If you want to let everybody in, just let Chief Exxon. Watch Chief Exxon. He, he, he never, he never you, came you, on. Bro. I didn't see him. I didn't see him try to come in. Yeah. I would, hey, I would, if you, if you huh? got Chief Exxon number, shoot Chief Exxon the link. Let Chief Exxon come in. But why, uh, what, what would he contribute to the conversation? Who your daddy? You can let your daddy in. You can let your daddy come over. I just want to know what's this going to be a contribution. See, y'all doing it. Y'all, come on, y'all. Come on, let's do, let's do better. Just let you listen if you want to let everybody. Why you call him? Why you call him man his daddy, man? Yeah. His name is X. That's X. Oh, I ain't even. I ain't even put to. All right. Um, it's gonna be a whole nother it's argument. It's, it's, it's gonna be a whole nother argument. Hey, you want to let So, so X, did you want to make a point, bro? Did you? Did is it was a was it a point you wanted to make, bro? My point is succinctly encompassed inside of the article that I put forward. I told you before Reggie even started talking, I asked him, yo, what was the point in what he was um putting forward? We went exactly in a fucking circle. In a fucking circle. And his shit was pseudo. Reggie wasn't reading from sources. Reggie was telling you what the sources were saying. And you have to believe what Reggie is saying in order to believe the fucking sources because he wasn't reading from a source the way I was reading from a source. Reggie is not a fucking expert. He showed me on it on his yeah, yeah, Oxford University on that. He could show you any damn thing. 
That don't mean it's saying what he's saying is saying. Can't show me anything. He might can show you anything. So you say, so you say Reggie oh, had his no comment. How you going to have you so disrespectful, man? I've been motherfucking came at Reggie a minute of goddamn day. Reggie tried to tell me that Malcolm X never renounced racism. Listen to this shit. Me, it was me, Uncle Reggie on the phone. Reggie said Malcolm X never renounced racism. I played a clip of Reggie. But, but my Reggie. question is, Reggie right, even if, even if he said that, can you respect his opinion? Reggie hit me with the initiation. Reggie told me the same shit as R said. Oh, you're not a part of one of these groups, so you don't understand. This is the motherfucker oh. you bring on to talk. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> okay, Truth Ministries, you wanted to respond. You wanted to make a point, bro. Hey, I, I just, I just wanted to say, can, can everybody have their opinions heard? You see what I'm saying? Even if we don't agree with them, we gotta, we gotta understand. Yo, this is like we really debating some high level shit. I look at y'all like y'all are the most intelligent people in the in the black community, like for real. I don't know like why. I can't have conversations like this with with normal people. You feel me? And we we we're making ourselves look like. Like, we don't have to argue like this. What I'm saying is each one of us need to respect each other's opinion. And then like, yo, hear hear the opinion. And then if you don't agree with it, have a whole presentation to break down why you don't agree with it and show everybody else why that that opinion was wrong. We need to break down that shit. Mm-hmm. We don't need a we don't need a, a, a whole presentation necessarily. Yeah, we don't need a whole. You know what I mean, though. You Corey, know what I mean, though. Yeah. Hey, Corey, isn't that what the article I put up did? Isn't that what the article I put up did? Reggie's trying to claim that they're black. Clearly, he's claiming that they're black, showing pottery that he says started in my. With some black people in the region. This is what I will say. This is what I will say. The article I put up clearly tells you that they're not black. That they're so North the African. People, so the so people I, from Mali. So, so, the, so, the, so, the, so, the, so the people. So the people in the Green Sahara was also North African. I just want you to know that. I don't know how you're talking. He's supposed to be talking when you're presenting with Unk. Huh? Hey, hey, listen, 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 listen. This is what I will say, y'all. I, I will say that um, what, what, what Reggie presented. Was was a nice presentation, uh, and he said he showed the heads, and 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 I appreciate that head, the heads. Oh, I, I'm gonna say that the the heads look like people from North uh, Africa. Well, I remember so he said I, he don't, some, I don't disagree. Yeah, he, he had some West African phenotypical <laughs> heads as well. And, what and, heads, but, what but the whole about? point, hold on. But the whole point is when we go again, when we when we talk about these articles and the articles make their point then we go and try to figure out like why they haven't found the the sub-saharan the the sub-saharan part is always the complicated part and we don't quite understand where 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 things is going at that point but everything else is clear you know what i'm saying but as soon as we get to the sub-saharan part it's like kind of cloudy to me I don't know if it's just me. I'm like, like no, you said, like I'm not the smartest guy part, in the room. And, and so, um, Corey, Go um, ahead. we do have mm-hmm. an artifact. Uh, we do have the uh, what is called the black mummy, right? The the mm-hmm. the so-called Libyan mummy, right? Well, can they, can anybody pull that up? The black mummy. We, we got the guy. Killed. We got the guy killing in the building. 
It was a Nilo-Saharian uh, dude. That yeah. shit 10,000 years old. Yeah, but that's, I thought that's the people point. The Nile region go back that long. Yeah, but that's the point. The point it's is that the point is what I said and I showed in my article. Um, the you have to look at the peopling and you have to look at why the people was in the Green Sahara and hey, why Reggie. they left Excuse the Green me. Sahara. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Okay. Reggie, brother Reggie. Hi. Wait, wait, wait. Um, um, let me just finish on. Um, look up, look up the keeping population. In the heard the saying. We, we have a living. Don't don't give pearl to swine, yo. Why you doing it, Reggie? They laughing at you, bro. They don't comprehend. They don't know yeah, that they, a they, vaccine they, wasn't made to stop infection, bro. It wasn't made. I don't think sense. nobody was laughing at Reggie here. So I don't now you actually mad, disrespectful. No, you like, just disrespected like, us. You said we don't nah, comprehend. What nah, Reggie is saying. Nah, nah I don't <laughs> care. <'Cause> it's <laughs> the, See, it's not disrespect when it's the truth. See, that's the difference between when I say something. So, so you none got of y'all right niggas understand what DNA is, but y'all wrongly y'all oh, believe like about it's a one-off. So I'm just talking about just information in general. They don't want to hear about the Green Sahara, Reggie. No, we was like listening. That shit don't Reggie, matter. You, you, you just about. jumped in and fucked that. Yeah, no, up. I didn't. I jumped in because yo, it's oh disrespectful. My God, Reggie. Yo. I'm tired of disrespect towards Reggie at this point. It's disrespectful. That man was the nigga know what that man know what he's talking about. I'm talking about X, X crazy ass with one article. Swearing you down that the North Africans the only nigga in North Africa. Like, the fuck out of here with that flim flammy shit. Fuck out of here. Remember how you said it was one black migration and these people stuck together. These one people left Africa, they stuck together and they came back together and they fought. Who the fuck believes that? This is what the scientists ain't said that. He keeps talking about, he keeps talking about, he keeps saying, he don't even know the article. As soon as we get shit calmed down, the moment we get shit calmed down, we can read it. right, chef. Go ahead back to go ahead, Reggie, and get it and go ahead and get a and get a uh the pearls to swine. <laughs> so now we swine. Not you if you don't me. think you that don't think that Re Reggie I like gotta Jesus. Be, Re gotta Reggie like swine. Jesus, like he can come he down and talk die. About me. He, he dying with the bones. That's all right, Reggie. You like you like Jesus around here, brother. You dining with the bones. Come on with it, That's brother. Brother Reggie, he walk, he walked with Dr. Ben. You well, niggas can't show. You niggas can't show a Dr. Clark. You niggas can't show a defense. He read for Dr. Clark. What X is saying is you niggas ain't showed the definitive black population in North Africa yet. No, X also said the North Africans wasn't African. Yeah, that's what he also said we was related to the Koisa. All this shit is murky. All you can do. No, he talked about they were. Why don't you pull up? Why don't you pull up the study of the black mummy? Don't you don't you pull up the study of the black mummy? That shit is ten thousand years old. I understand, but Sheffrin, listen to me for one second. Keep doing it, Reggie. You keep doing it, Reggie. You just keep doing it, Reggie. 
Shaffer trying to make a point. Let Shaffer make his point. Reggie, they don't understand how Shaffer make his point. Go ahead, Shaffer. What's your point? No, they they can go ahead with that goofy shit. We gotta put a show together, bro. We can put this shit. Yeah, we gonna get away from the noise. Listen what I'm saying. Niggas don't laugh the noise. Hey, Reggie. There, not the noise. Hey, Reggie. It's not the noise, yo. Y'all is the noise. We is now. So Adrian, hold on. Let me ask. Let me. Let me. I can. Uh, I can hear you. Let me, I'm let just me, waiting ask for Adrian a question. I'm just. Asking, <laughs> I'm waiting for a question though. As soon, no, soon as I'm done, done this is a long question. time though. As soon as I'm done asking my question, then you can ask your question. Well, Adrian, I, I want to ask the young brother, Adrian, because this is, this is the youth. He he, the one that count actually. It it don't matter what 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 me what I think and what Sheffern think, right? It, it What really matters is what Adrian think, right? I, well, so, I'm not the only person that's a youth. Uh, X said that he's uh, in college as well, so you gotta ask. He ain't in no damn college. He lied. Well, X ain't 22. X ain't 22 years old. Hold on, what, I lied about what? Huh? You're well, not we in college, age. X? Listen, listen. Oh, we're, not gonna, right we're not gonna oh. argue whether somebody go to college I, I told you I was in not. college right now at this moment. That's what Adrian well, was Back in I'm in the middle of asking Adrian my question. Now we talking about what year X was in college. Come on, man. We can't do this. We can't do this, y'all. If somebody tells me they're in college, I'm not going to argue with them. they in college. I never said I Right now, oh. I was in college 2009 to 2012. Oh, because okay. I, I thought I you appreciate said that. When we was on there, like, that you of was in college. So, why is X allowed to clarify? No, this shit. no, I, I try to clarify my position. I can't clarify. He just keeps making it up. Because you know, it was actually Adrian's Corey. point. Adrian, no, go ahead, no, go ahead, Corey. I mean, go ahead, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. I'm trying to ask Adrian a question. Now, Adrian. I, I just want I just want to ask you, young brother, because it actually matters to me. Do you think Egyptians are sub-Saharan Africans? Do you think that we have some like we sub-Saharan Africans, not as African Americans? I'm not asking that question. I'm mm -hmm. asking as as sub-Saharan Africans, right? Because you know, and, and not only that, you know that we are a specific group right a specific genetic population from a specific region right and then you know that those people in egypt are a specific genetic population from a specific region so i'm asking you do you think that we are related to them um uh, do you think that do you think that we are related to them um yes. in terms of well let me let me say this first to be uh very academic Okay, and I'm getting this from um a yes or no be good enough, but go no, ahead. No, no, I'm, no. Gonna let me, you, me, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go. You can I'm, say I'm, yes you got or no the and qualify your answer. Mm -hmm. I, me, I like that. Let me let me say what um Basil Davidson says. Uh he mm -hmm. was an honorary fellow at uh SOAS, uh that's the prestigious British uh school on African history. He says that um when you look at all of the civilizations all of the uh, like civilizations out of Africa, you will always see a, um, a a cultural unity. And this is a white man writing this, by the way. So just in case this isn't you know blackology, but to say that African Americans are 
uh, a part of the are related to the ancient Egyptians? No, African Americans. Uh, African Americans. We, we African Americans. I'm saying like. Well, you know where the confusion is coming in, Corey? Is with the word. No, African. no. Let me finish. Dude, Dude, why are you let talking? The word let me finish. African. Let me finish. And we interpret it. Let me finish. Let Adrian got the floor. Adrian got the floor. Go ahead, Adrian. So, uh, the African Americans. We are primarily um, West and Central Africans. So we're not related to the Egyptians. We're Africans. We're all. I Africans, appreciate that. that. That's all. But I we're need not related to them. Right. Africa. The, Africa is a broad term. Like, but why did he say you know? we though? Why did he say we? Because I can we say like what? We. What do you mean, Shepherd? We are West and Central Africans. Listen. No, listen. We are you got you away from African Americans. I did. I'm not, I'm I did. He specifically with, not, did that I'm, shit. I'm not doing away with the term. <laughs> Adrian, can I ask you a question? Like, I, I just don't Adrian. know why we deliberately do this Go shit ahead, over and over. Can I ask Adrian a question? Go ahead, uh, Reggie. Yeah, what's up? Hey, hold on, hold on. Because oh, Shepard made a good point. No, I'm not, I'm no. not done. I, I, I want to, Shepard made a good point, Adrian. I did specifically, and I tried to keep, I, treat, I tried to keep those guardrails up so you wouldn't veer off that way but you still kind of veered off that way why is that necessary what, what why do you because we, we try to i try to keep put the parameters up like i said like not african americans but just sub-saharan africans right because you know what i mean by sub-saharan africans right is a specific you know right right so so that's what i'm saying like you use you saying okay they Africans fine they own the continent they own the thing that they're on a, a block of land that, that we call uh, Africa right we agree with that right that that does right. not make them genetically we we having a genetic discussion here right so I, I'm saying genetically you know we not related to them right you agree with that or disagree with no that? we're we're Western Central African okay can okay. I ask Adrian a question. Oh, uh, so so all sub-Saharan Africans are genetically related? Yes. Uh, broadly, yes. Broadly. I can actually pull up my DNA to prove that. I'm, a, I'm I actually out of the y'all later on, man. May I please ask Adrian a question? If you want to. Go ahead, Adrian. Go ahead, Reggie. Thank you so much. Uh, good brother, Adrian, like you are the future, right? So you have a college background and you certainly are trying to address things um, academically. When I show my presentation, I was talking about the African population in the Holocene period, right? Which are right. the parents of both West Central and Egypt. No. <laughs> Yeah, he had a question or let him finish his question. Keep going, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I had a question. We gotta respect the shit he's saying. Keep going, Reggie. Why you having shot fire? Like, man, shut the hell up, man. God damn. So so you said that the Holocene or the people that you brought up are the parents of all of the African civilizations, right? If I heard you correctly. 
Yes, of, of West. Now, how, how, they said the Nubians was the, the, the parents of the Egyptians. No, just hold on. The, I want to get to that. Let, let me ask Reggie a question. Remember, I wanted to ask Reggie a question. And Reggie didn't finish. Reggie's in the middle of his presentation right now. Yo, why are we acting like niggas, man? No, I'm not peering off. I'm not peering off. It's actually about the Green Sahara. I'm asking about the Green Sahara. Like, I literally have a question. No, but he already was trying to answer something, though. Yeah, he was trying to yeah, answer I'm going to wait. I'll wait. I just want to imply that I do have a question. Now, when Reggie don't sound like he's answering this shit correctly, it's because y'all didn't confuse the fuck out of him. Not y'all, Amy. Like, yo, we got to chill. Like, he probably don't need... Watch. Go ahead, Reggie. So... You said the Holocenes are the, the Paris of West Central and all the African civilizations, right? That's what you said, uh, Reggie, right? Yes. So we're looking at a particular time. We're looking at a, a particular time period of large populations of Africans in the Green Sahara because of the climate and because of the food supply, right? Right. And, and from the Holocene period, there is a climatic event, and that is when the... Uh, the, the Green Sahara dries up, forcing African peoples to go to the river valleys. Those that top population of the Green Sahara, some of them go to West Africa, some of them go to Central Africa, and some of them go to the Nile Valley. What they're trying to do is go to the water supplies following the animals, right? So right. the population parents of West Central and um, the Nile Valley come from the Green Sahara, and then there are other populations coming from the Bantu, but that's much, much later. The Bantu? So, okay. Oh. So, so what you're what? So, so you're saying, what you're saying, Bantu? Wait, wait, so, so, Reggie, so what, you're saying no. that See, this all of the African crazy. civilizations uh, follow the river valley, in, right? In the they, animals, right? Yes. They, what happened is when the Green Sahara dried up, starting roughly about 8,000 BC, right? African, the African populations left because it was a rapid event. So they mm -hmm. left and, they, and some, of the, some of that population, and there were different populations in Northern Africa, right? But those populations with those phenotypes, with those um, haplogroups and DNA markers, those parent peoples, they went to Central, West, and now Valley, so, right to the river valleys to survive. So are you saying that the ancient uh, Egyptian population uh, came from the South from a historical perspective? Because um, I've heard that before. And yeah, so I'm, I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is now, so we're moving to different, we're moving to a different period. So ancient Egypt is late when we're talking about this. So I'm talking about, there are many cultures. There's the Bedarian cultures, then there's uh, Nubian A cultures and, the, and Nakata cultures. Those um, Nakata, and, and Nakata culture and Nubian A cultures is more in the South. They, but they are a result of the people's leaving. Can you explain the South? Upper uh, Egypt. Me? Upper Egypt, so, right? Yeah, can yeah, you explain yourself? But it's not Upper Egypt. It's it's uh, Egypt is not formed at this moment. I oh, got you, got you, got you. Egypt is formed at 3100 BC. Normer, Normer 
and you can look at the normal palate, he is not Egyptian. He is a, um, he comes from the culture of Nakata and Nubian A. You know this because on the normal palate, he's showing, he's showing oh, bots. I had to jump in because everybody started talking. I, I've been patiently waiting to ask my nah, question. He leads right true. into what Reggie is talking right now. He wasn't finished, though, True. I, I, I will patiently wait for Reggie to finish, but everybody jumped in, so I, I figured oh, I had okay. to jump in. I thought he was finished. My bad. Okay, so the question is... He just is, made a point about Norma, y'all. Hear that point? Yeah, so the question is, the question is, there are parents people, parent peoples of ancient, of what ancient Egypt, but that is late. The parent peoples of ancient Egypt are basically the Nakata and the Nubian, Nubian A cultures. And I was using, I was using the Norma palette to show I was using the armor palette to show this fact because at this particular point, they are using morphines, right? And um, they're using morphines in that in that in that in that slate palette of the normal palette, right? And if you also look at some of the other materials, um, there's a mixture, there's a mixture of peoples. So in the Nile Valley, you have people coming from the lower, lower parts of the Nile Valley, going up the Nile Valley. And we're talking about from Ethiopia and from other areas following the Nile Valley because now they're herding cattle. So herding cattle is an important ingredient in this. Um, the people who, um, how they got to Napata and Nubian A, these were remnants of a mixture of people from North Africa and the people, the peoples from upper, um, upper Egypt. And well, so, okay. yes. Well, so, so true, true ministries had a question. Well, so, so I'm asking Adrian, I'm asking Adrian, I'm asking brother Adrian, right? From nah, what Reggie, you, yo, you gotta let me, let me build. Let me just let me just though. answer this question in like two seconds, and then it just right, go ahead. Right. They was having a conversation, y'all. It was him oh, and Adrian. Okay, okay. I, okay. I didn't realize that. Go ahead, Adrian. I'm sorry. So, I apologize. I would. So I've I've heard only about maybe about one source to where uh Egypt's uh and this is a primary source document where uh, Egypt's uh, civilization and culture comes from uh, the South. And I'm getting this from a book written by Basil Davidson called uh, Old Africa Rediscovered. And he talks about the Greeks. And Diodorus Siculus says, and I can quote him verbatim, that uh, the, the Egyptians say that they are, uh, well, the Ethiopians say that the Egyptians are colonists sent out, right? And uh, but I but that's the only source that I could find where okay. So I want to add oh oh Reggie Reggie wait wait I just want to add to Adrian oh hold 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 on before you do Reggie hold your point Adrian can you define Ethiopian in that statement Ethiopia is not Ethiopia in the landmass that we know of it today. That's primarily Kush and Aksumite. When, when the Greeks, when they say that the Ethiopians, they're they're talking about the uh, the Sudanese. Anything south of Egypt. 
Right, the Sudanese. They're, they're yeah, to South South Great point. Now go ahead, Reggie. So, um, so what we're what what, uh, what we're looking at um, is one thing is when Basil Davison wrote his uh, paper, um, they had not really uh, discovered the Green Sahara at this point. They didn't know that there were settlements in North Africa because of the hardness of um, trying to navigate uh, archaeological uh, archaeological finds in the Green Sahara. I so. Disagree. Okay, Adrian. So you you disagree you disagree with um, the finding of the uh, when the Green Sahara was founded, discovered uh, at that time pottery? period where Basil Davidson and, I, and right after this we got to move on to uh, Truth Ministries because the brother he's been he's been very patient. But during the time where Basil Davidson was writing his books in the seventies, eighties, and even did his documentary series Africa in History, which is the best documentary on African history there is. Um, he talks about the Tassili Mountains. Uh, the, there, he shows there are people with blonde hair. There are people who look like us, so-called sub-Saharan that is in the Green Sahara. So during that time period where Basil Davidson is writing about the desertification of, the, uh, of, of North Africa, it's already known at that time period. But we got to move on to truth. Wait, no, now. you we, can't we do that, to. Adrian. So you're saying, blonde, wait, what archaeological find do you have that so, um, that Basil Davison is sourcing that's saying that the people had blonde hair? Because, um, because we have very limited, we have very limited skeletal remains of the people in, in, in the period that I'm talking about from the Holocene period. Hey, hey, hey. Reggie, after, hey, Reggie, after, hey, Reggie, after, we, we after really don't because him, we got we the, gotta we got on the, the uh, uh, grave site. So we, we got updated information on this. We, we, got, we even got DNA, too. You did have Eurasian people migrated in there because you, you got R1B markers, you got U6 markers, you got H markers. So you did have a combination of different people coming in. I'm talking you know about the blonde hair. Um, I got this from a book called The Search for the Tassili Frescoes. I can't remember the author. But that's where I got it from. But we have to move to truth. Uh, truth is truth. What's her What's her name, brother? Ministry. Got a, truth Ministries or whatever your name is. What's yeah, your name, truth, truth Ministry. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta go to him now. Let me go after Truth. I, I came jump back I, I, on. I truth might have stepped away. He he got his mic muted. Uh, okay. Oh no, I ain't stepping away. My fault. Yeah. I ain't know my mic was muted. I was asking you. And, and Glurkot is at the concrete court. I'm at all right, so I go, I, you can go after Magic Mike. Go ahead. Go I want to um, present another view to the Green Sahara. And I got to ask Brother Reggie these questions, because if these questions are correct, it could lead to a cultural proof of cultural influence from the Green Sahara into Egypt. And my question to Brother Reggie is, is the first Egyptian god Kente Amentu, the jackal god? No, the the first the first god that we actually um, see is um, is Bot from from uh, on the normal on the normal palette for that particular period, but we do have evidence from the Nakata two C decorated vases of a number of others. Kementi Tiu, um, he comes um, roughly around 
um, a, a little later than about around no a, a little a little earlier before um, Egypt is uh, formed, but there um, but so he does he is very pre dynastic, right? Um, um, but but he does um, but he's not a senior he's not a senior um, god the the, the committee is basically a kingship type of um um a, a kingship um type of icon I, so, I, I agree with you but it, it, my question was really yeah. not about um who the list of gods it, it was about kente amentu the jackal god because we have evidence that comes out the green sahara that they worshiped a jackal headed god in the green sahara we do, and so um, um, so certainly um, many of the. If you look at the rock art, and that's the beautiful thing about the rock art, it's an encyclopedia of the fauna and flora of the Green Sahara. And so there are pockets of peoples um, with different type of belief systems. The unification of Egypt um, has the forces the state to deal with this to stop the divisions but certainly there was um there was the water gods um there was shu and there was tefnut right and then there was bot and then um i'm from from a particular culture um uh you you actually see adherence from a particular culture which um um i believe is in um um nubian a i have a actually a cult um, uh, a, a pottery cult vassal that's in the Boston Museum. That's one of the earliest uh, depictions of of that. Um, I would so I don't disagree, but there's a pantheon of of what you call anthropomorphism, where Africans Africans are imitating animals for mm -hmm. um, their 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 divine counterparts because they're following the animals. So I don't think that you're incorrect, but I think that there's a, if you look at the Nakata 2C uh, decorated pottery, you'll see a pantheon of early uh, works. And if you look at the Kustau incense burner, right, you will see um, the other culture with a pantheon of, of gods like men. Men is in, uh, men is not in Nakata, men is in, um, the Cushitic uh, Nubian A culture. So what you have is different groups of people with animals coming from, and many of these animals like the ostrich and stuff like that, they're not native to ancient Egypt. What happens is that their parent peoples bring these concepts into this world as they are, um, as they are migrating. I hope- uh, Yeah. Can I go now guys? Let, let Magic Mike go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so I jumped off earlier, and I actually, when I jumped off, I started listening to the presentation Reggie gave, and I actually appreciated it. Uh, didn't know some of that. So very quickly in summary, Reggie, I think what you're saying is that the ancient civilization that um, turned into Egypt uh, at the beginning of the first dynasty was in some way influenced by, um, you know, the people from the green Sahara and, and, and other people that we would consider black. 
that 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 civilization was somehow influenced to some degree by people that were there prior, whether they were in the Green Sahara, other parts of Africa, Sudan, et cetera, et cetera. Is that what you're saying? Got to be. It, okay, so okay, so yes, so the answer so, is. So now okay. we're getting to we're we're moving from hunter and gatherer populations. That's the best to describe what um, that's best to describe the Green Sahara, and then we're moving into a pastoral period, and then we're moving into this uh, agricultural, right? The agricultural period, pastoral period, and then we're moving into the period of the formation of the state of ancient of Egypt, where right. there and are the pockets of cultures that right that yes and those people were influenced by them according to you and i i don't disagree I, I or agree were there any other civilizations that rose to the prominence that egypt rose to that were also influenced by these people around that time um like i said when i was trying to do my um presentation with the uh um civilization I wouldn't say civilization, I would say more uh, populations and culture, right? So there were different cultures um, spread from the Green Sahara as they were uh, looking for uh, water supplies. So, um, so they-, they, they the, Hold up, hey Reggie, that was a good ass answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't so, convolute it, you really answered it. Perfect. You did, you did. You did. And so, so the, my next question is, you gotta again, know I, I, feel, Reggie. right <laughs> <laughs> now, now, so Egypt was the one that rose to prominence and they were influenced to some degree by the people you're describing. Okay. Once Egypt was up and running at, at its, at, you know, at its climactic period and even prior to that, but we're going to focus on the climax. Um, if, if, if you likened that government, that society to ours, to what we have a president, we have a secretary of defense, we have secretary of health and human services, all the different departments, governors, mayors, et cetera, et cetera. Were the people that were in those positions of power and influence in that civilization, because you weren't on when I kind of asked this question earlier, I asked them in a different way. Were those people that were administering the government, running the civilization, were they either A, black as we know it today, white as we know it today, or neither black or white? Neither, neither black nor white. They okay. were, they were what you can, what you would, uh, you would say populations from the Green Sahara. So these are um, first humans are all Africans. Africans leave, um, uh, left Africa for uh, different reasons, migratory reasons, right? Uh, warfare. And then some of those Africans and other groups of people uh, from earlier times uh, uh, intermixing uh, with the uh, uh, Neanderthal, right? Those populations also come back into the Nile Valley. But while they're in Africa, they're an African population. So they're right. neither black nor white. They're a mixture of groups of people from North Africa and from 
Nakata and Nubian. And then you there's other groups, earlier groups like the Bedarians, right? Um, that that may be not phenotypically, their North African may not be, they are more like the parents of the Berbers, right? Um, and so they all intermix. The right, Libyan but- population is a uh, is is where a lot of the mixture is taking place because you got lots of different groups coming into into the um, into the into North Africa. Uh, yes. So so word so if if you if you're it sounds like you're agreeing with with um, you know the pseudo killers here, Chef and Corey and, and others X. Uh, what, it, it sounds like you're saying the, that the, the predominant population and what we know as ancient Egypt was neither black or white. So if, if you're saying that at what point, and I'm talking about not as they understood it then, because I don't know if they understood black or white then like we understand it now. I'm talking about as we understand it now, at what point in that region was it predominantly black as we understand it now? Okay, so um, you can be what you call culturally black, meaning you can have, for example, in America, you have Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and Native Americans living among black people. And the the majority of population is, let's just say, from a particular black city like Philadelphia or Chicago or New York, York, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so um, it could be, um, it could be intermixed. The question of um, what skin color is ruling, what tint of skin is ruling, I think that that would be a, a loaded question because the skin color may change, but the, um, but the culture is African. Right, so but think of Detroit. Huh? Think of Detroit. Detroit is, you know, throughout the years has been predominantly black and, and for, for an amount of years, you know, the government there has been, you know, run by black Democrats. So we know they're black. Well, they're different, they have differences. I only ask that question is, you know, because people cling to ancient Egypt for a reason. There's a reason why different- You're, you're correct. And yeah. so so there is this whole notion because, you know, the, um, Dr. Yosef Benjo Cannon was my teacher and I met him, um, I met him roughly in 83 and 84. And there was this huge debate where Europeans were trying to say that Egypt wasn't black at all. And so what you have is you um, you you have um, from Dr. Shekhanta Diop's work, which is basically the African origin of civilization is really about Egypt being a black civilization. Now comes the study. Now, after that particular period um, comes the study. Dr. Yosef Benjo Cannon, um, he took us physically to, uh, to Egypt, right? Um, he took us to the northern parts and the southern parts, right? And we see that in modern day Egypt, the, um, the Arab groups run it from the Ottomans to the later Arab groups. And so that's not a good way in which to look at it. Well, Arab speaking. Arab, Arabs, yeah, Arabs speaking. speaking. Okay. Arab, 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 Arab <laughs> speaking. Um, but most of their, uh, most of who they are, comes from the uh, from the period of the um, the Arab invasion, right? Where these peoples 
um, coming in to invade North Africa, uh, they had their own type of phenotype. Um, Here's where it gets cloudy at, Red. Yeah, last go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Magic Mike. You, you got last question. question. For for those of for those of us, and I'm not one of the us, but for those that are either in America, you know, Caribbean, different parts of the diaspora that are black as we understand it, that want to claim, that want to grab on to some level of uh, either ownership or relation indirectly to, you know, the great achievements of that culture thousands of years ago. What can they grab on to and say, yes? that, you know, I can share in that part of what was great about Egypt. If, if I was one of nothing, those guys today. Nothing, nothing, what they, what the best, the best analysis, what you would do is not look at Michael Jackson, but, but look at Tito, Jermaine, Reby, Marlon, right. Uh, and Jermaine and look, and then look at, then look at um, Catherine and Joe Jackson. Look, look for the parent peoples. So it is, in fact, the parent peoples of the Green Sahara that migrate, same people, different cultures that gotcha. migrate down. And so we then, would grab a hold. We would grab a hold to the Green Sahara people and claim that, hey, at some point, my ancestors in that area played an impact on beginning. Yes. What ultimately okay? I, and, I, I think you can drop the mic. I, I, and, I think we, we we should all be good now. And and and, and yeah. other populations from, for example, the now the the Bantu populations come in about three thousand BC, right? And they add they intermix with uh, West Africa, so yeah. it's a combination of parent people from the North Africa, and then the parent and then the later groups of the Bantu people, which become parent peoples, and then they. And then they admix the African American here. Um, what I was wanted to say, if I have a few more seconds, is that um, many um, listen. All of these Kemet people walking around with onks and praising, um, they don't know enough. They only know about Egypt and mostly 18th Dynasty. How I know is because my professor, Doctor Yosef Benjo Cannon, I watched him teach them, and they took what he was and he was an atheist he didn't believe in no ancient egyptian gods right he believed what he did was he respected what they believed and they taught it and he taught his students to do it that way those um comedic people they were looking for not only some black pride but they was looking for some uh they was changing their catholicism and their um baptism into some type of uh uh, Egyptian faith, which has no bearings because most of them can't read the language. So and you believe, yeah, and you believe that Dr. Bean was sincere, but maybe in, in some areas either misguided, incorrect, while sincere, but didn't get it quite all right. Is that, that what you're saying? Well, you you would have to spec out, you would have to spec out um, what parts didn't he get it right. One, he didn't, he didn't believe in that we should um, practice ancient Egyptian gods. He didn't believe that. Second, he he and others forced us to begin to learn the language and the history, right? So he was not incorrect about that. Um, what, what Dr. Ben wasn't really strong in was Egyptian grammar. So he could read hieroglyphics, 
um, and he could read some some phrases enough to teach us um, it. And then Dr. Ricketti Amen uh, came to New York and she taught us uh, more about the grammar. Now we could actually read the um, we can actually read the grammar for what they say. I have a peer-reviewed book. I mean, a peer-reviewed article on um, the means and method of, um, of um, syncretism and means and method of understanding Kemet. The Kemet people don't understand that the, that um, that Unis said Unis in the pyramid text that he is the side Kem, right? Musut uh, sit Kemet. He is the black bull born of the black sheep, right? And what that means is it's about a lineage of um, of, of 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 people um, of how they um, decide who their who their heirs are based on kingship. So Dr. Ben um, Dr. Ben led us to the water to drink. Some people want to be spooked and believe in a religion. That and and when I look at their religion, I see them basically following coffin texts and and funerary objects. Not and they don't have the research to actually understand what the living culture was. Yeah. So they don't know about Nakata. They don't know about Nubian A. They don't know yeah. about Karma. They only know about 18th Dynasty King Tut, um, Hatshepsut. Um, they don't know much about the early. Uh, um, for certainly not the first, the first dynasty and pre-dynastic. Uh, yep, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'll pass it to concrete. I, I think the quote of the evening is the people over here have in quotations, nothing to claim from that area. So, uh, I'll pass it to so, Corey so, or hey, whoever's can I, next. Can I say something? This in Gozi. Can I respond? Yes, uh, sir. Go ahead, George. I think that as, uh, as people that study history, I, I don't think it was ever about African-Americans claiming Egypt. Egypt is an African civilization, regardless of what we feel, just like, you know, ancient Mali, ancient Ghana, you know, as African-Americans, or as I call Newark people, New World African-American Creoles, we have a lineage that starts here from the New World that's established in 1776, and you are the foundation. But when you start studying the roots of, of the continent that you descend from, there were many civilizations. So I don't believe that it's about you claiming ancient Egyptians as your lineage, but Egypt was an African civilization. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah, but, and uh, but all the other countries in Egypt were African civilizations as well. I, 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 no, that's what I just said. Right. You got ancient Mali, you got ancient Ghana, you got ancient, it's a whole lot. That's what I'm, it's historians. For example, us that's been in the new world, for two to 400 years, science, history, politics, and economics should be the goal for what we should study in New World America. And when it comes to history, you gotta study the continent of Africa. If anybody been to school and they studied and they went to African studies, what you're gonna learn in African studies, you're gonna learn about ancient Egypt, you're gonna learn about Nubia or Kush, you're gonna learn about West Africa, you're gonna learn about Mali, you're gonna learn about Gambia, you're gonna learn about the transatlantic slave trade, you're gonna learn about everything that happened that made way for what we understand as African world studies or African history. So what I'm trying to say is, is that it's not about African-Americans claiming Egyptian. I mean, African-Americans is claiming every damn thing over here. It's just not Egypt. These people are claiming Aborigine. They're claiming more. They're claiming Hebrew. They're claiming <laughs> you're right. Egypt. You're right. So it's like, yep. 
but 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 when it comes to this African civilization that's called Egypt, yes, I think that we should be able to the educated brothers and sisters should come in and start teaching the difference and the diversity of Africa because everybody in Sub-Saharan Africa isn't the same. It's a lot of diversity in Sub-Saharan Africa. A Somali, and I'm going to keep bringing this up, a Eritrean who lives on the Horn of Africa are not the same as Yoruba or Igbos or people that exist in Western Central Africa. There's a difference. Those people got their own cluster. So even, there's even a diversity amongst them. And even amongst us that's been over here for 400 years that was created in a, in a, in a Carolina backyards and Virginia backyards as our foundation, we represent a mosaic of Western Central Africa. This is the only place where right. you can find a Yoruba mixing with a damn Wolof and a Wolof mixing with a Mandinka and a Mandinka mixing with a, a person from Angola and Cameroon, all combined right here in New World America. This is a creolization of us. So what I'm saying is, is that we don't have any, we can, I mean, as African-Americans and, student, and people that are students of history and science, it, it ain't even up to us to, to, to claim anything if we don't want to. We represent a renegade African nation. We represent an exterior African culture that was formed right here. So, so, so I don't think that... Uh, because we claiming everything, but Egypt. Yeah, Egypt I, I, I don't think you're claiming it, but I, I think you know that there's been a contingent of people over here that has kind of had a, a stronger affinity to want to to um, relate to to Egypt than some of, even though they've talked about hey, we're the Moors, we're the ancient Chinese. It seems to be more energy towards the the Egypt argument. Well, 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 well the new era they kind of fading away from Egypt and they love this Abo shit now. I'm going to keep it real with you. Egypt is more of the old Afrocentric model. The new world people, if you ever like, if you follow on social media, they saying like, we always been here. We, you know what I'm saying? We always yeah. been here. But see, so, the new, that it's a smaller percentage, I believe, of these new people saying that than there was the people that were saying we were Egypt. There's less energy. No. As, as there's more education. There's so, more people saying that we've always been here than Egypt now. It's the dynamic yeah. now, now, like now. I think yes, nowadays, now. yeah, the dynamic is is changing, but slowly. But I think I think that what, what my man Magic Mike is saying is the um, Egypt thing was the dominant thing that we're coming out of, right. and, and the Abo and and with uh, uh Ngozi saying and and uh, Adrian saying is the Abo thing is the new thing that we're coming into. So the thing is, and this and this is my whole point to uh Ngozi is um we we can't allow um those things to run rampant because we now we seeing the end results of bad information you see what I'm saying like yeah. this this pandemic have allowed us to take the panties off of bad information right yeah. and so yeah. we know the damage that is that's that it could now it seems pretty uh un unharmful to allow people to say you know what what we've been here all the time we abos or we was the egyptians we was the the, the, the princes and the kings in, in nubia and in, in in egypt right mm -hmm. it, it seems pretty mundane and, and unharmful but that can lead to very very harmful things because it, it, it what it does is it incubates it, it's an incubator for, for uh false thinking you see what I'm saying? And, and we don't, and we're trying to get out of that as much as possible. So, so let me, let me yeah. just say this. Let me just say this. As African-Americans or Newark, that's the new thing, Nock or Nock, that's the new world African-American Creole. That's just me. We, you got, we got all types of titles. But let me just say this though. Um, 
when it comes to Egypt and even ancient Nubia or, or Kush, we're genetically far off even from the Sudanese coming from Western Central Africa. So, so when you look at those Nubian people that was chained up by the Egyptians, those were Nilotic people. Those were not <laughs> Niger Congo speaking people. And there's a and there's a genetic distance between a Yoruba or Igbo and a Dinka and a Nur in Sudan. Um, and even the problem is, is though, is that when you have people on, 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 on here and some people that believe that North Africa was just always filtered with near Eastern populations and they don't even understand the layers of genetic uh, 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 distinctions, even with early Eurasians that back migrated or the earlier population of North Africa. And I keep bringing up the Tyrian culture. They also were distinct from people from Sub-Saharan Africa. So, 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 and then when you talk about the Sahara, I can bring up Ramesses a third paternal marker, which is E1B1A, and most African-Americans got E1B1A. Where did it come from? So when I talk about certain portions of the genetics being related in segments, that's why I always said a cousin, especially if you're a paternal marker E, that doesn't mean that you're that directly, but it is some kinship and segments of the genetics that start to split in the green Sahara. And that's why I like when Reggie talked about the parenting group, but that's not leaving an opening door to say that you are Egyptian or the people that you come from are Egyptian, because we're not, we're not Egyptians. But if someone says that there was no blacks there and you clearly see karma civilization, you clearly see the Nubians take over in the in 25th dynasty, you clearly, those people are still not you, even though they're black. See, dark skin does not equate to, to you because there was a difference even amongst dark skin. And it's pseudo to even claim that. So, so I'm, I'm just saying like, so, so it's, a, it's a problem. It's a problem. And, and that article that the brother X used that was sent to him too. I, I gave a lot of these articles out already. We went through this. So it's well, not what like you just said cleared up a lot of things in Gozi. Like that last part you just said, that clip. I I think that's like right where the the, the uh, confusion lies at. Basically, what you was what you was trying to filter out there um, by saying, you know, it was black people there, um, but those blacks. It's, it's not black in the sense that we talking about, you, you know what I'm saying? And even those black people had genetic differences amongst themselves. Right. Yes. Yes. So, so that, that clears up a whole lot and, 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 and see, and, 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 and what you were saying too, like, um, and what I'm always afraid of, cause, and I'm not picking on you, Reggie. I just wanted to use this as an example. When Reggie brings up the, um, the green Sahara, it kind of lends people some credence to say, oh, okay, so we we are the, the, the parents of the ones who made that writing system, those temples, uh, 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 built those pyramids, you know what I mean? Like, well, can I, it's always can, something there to hang on to. Can, can I that exactly, we the ones no, who did I, that? I, I gotta you, say you know something. what I'm saying? I've been waiting, though. I, well, well, I, I just I wanted to—I wanted Amir to come in on that. I wanted—I wanted to make sure that I wasn't running off. With, after with after Jackson speaks, can I speak again? Go, go, oh, yeah, soon as soon as soon as Ngozi go, then you go come in, go in, Reggie. I just wanted yeah, to make sure I wasn't running off with what you were saying, uh, Ngozi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Chemistry yeah, oh. for the distant past. Yeah, but even with that, we are our own group of people, and we descend from a distinct group of people. And over here, we represent something new. In, in, in the sense of our situation and experience. So, 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 so absolutely like uh, there is no gateway, but the, there is a permanent bridge, but we can't use that bridge because it's segments now, you know, like mm. for example, it's segments. So let's say 
the up a person from Thebes or Luxor today, if you ever type up the Saudi people, S-A-D-D-I, or the Fila, these people are copper brown skin. They look very similar to Somali people or the Gurna groups. These people are Egyptians. And if you put them, and I'm going to base it off the social construct or the idea of race that we know today. If they exist in America in the early, you know, 1900s or the, you know, uh, civil rights movement, you take one of the people, what part of the bus do you think they'll sit in in that time period when people, we were going through what we were going through in the time period of sitting on a bus? Would they, be, would, would they be classified or labeled black based off American standards? Or would they look at them and say, oh, you're Caucasoid or Caucasians? You get what I'm trying to say? So, but yeah. you know, so I, black and white can't really be u- used in the terms of Egypt because their skin tone always range from lighter skin tone, Mediterranean olive to swathier brown. But they are not us. They're not. We are our own group. So, 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 it's a complex thing. But I, I'm gonna let the brothers talk because I don't want no one to lose their, 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 their um, what they had on their mind. I'm just listening. Go ahead, Reg. No, Clark can Clark um Clark can can you um I think Clark wanted to say yeah, something. Yeah, I want to hear what he has to say. No, no. Uh, basically, uh, what I'm I hear what what all you guys are saying. Uh, but um, only thing I would say about the ancient Egyptian, they was influenced by southern. I mean, they're they're they even their animals come from sub-Saharan. The Abis. The uh, um, was the the Haman, I can't pronounce it, the the baboon come from Sub-Saharan Africa. They 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 was influenced by Sub-Saharan Africa. This the Africans. Um, well, am I wrong for saying? Well, that? no, you're not wrong. But there's um there's the fauna and flora, and a, um the the flora is the is the plants, right? So there are plant species that's in Egypt that didn't uh, weren't born in Egypt and so they come from southern Africa and they also come from the green Sahara and there's animals like the elephant um, people don't understand that the elephant used to be the the kind of like the king the king animal and then and then it's also the ostriches and stuff like that these are not animals of ancient Egypt they're animals that came from the Saharas that's and the then they found themselves into Egypt. So, so, so let, let, let me say this though, Reggie. Like when we bring that up, like the animals and, and things like that, the, the thing that my man Glarkin just brought up, right? Like I'm trying to figure out, like we bring that up to say that they were these people were sub-Saharan African, or or are they black? What? Like. No, what, Why what are we bringing they that weren't isolated. I'll tell you what that proves that no, Egypt wasn't no. isolated. No, what I, the reason why I'm yeah, I, would, I don't think nobody is make, would make that argument that Egypt was isolated or that North Africa was well, isolated. I don't believe nobody would make that argument. Okay, um, I, um, I, I would like Glock. I would like Jackson to finish his point, and then I would um, I would like to show a slide. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, no. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is. Hello, can you hear me? We hear you, Mr. Clear. Yeah. So when I'm saying the baboon, and yeah. I'm what I'm saying the 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 um the animal they predict, I mean pr- project in Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. They're not coming from the Near East. They ain't coming from Near East. They no. coming from the inner of Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa. They ain't coming from 
the Mediterranean. I mean, uh, uh, Near East. Like, so you saying know. the people brought them there, or did the animals move on their own? I, I, they I'm moved on their own. Okay. See, they moved down their own from the green. From um, some of these animals can only live in grasslands. For example, the ostrich, mm -hmm. right? So the green Sahara. The animals are smart. That's why anim uh, Africans um, made them the odd. They follow the herd. Human, humans follow the herds anyway. Yeah, they followed the herds. And so the, the herds yeah. went to the Green Sahara because the birds are smart. The birds, the birds are dictating to a lot of the animals where to migrate at, where's the best population. And then, and then the birds are also smart when the climate changes to get the hell out of, uh, get the hell, get the hell, hell out of a, uh, 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 a desert area, right? And so the animals move and the people move with the animals. And then, then you have the cattle. So now you have this cattle culture coming in about 9,000 uh, BC domesticated cattle. And now the cattle, they have to drink water. So when the water dries up in the green Sahara, then you gotta bring those animals to, uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to the river valleys, right? And so, and then with that culture moves. But so what I want to say, I want to let me just show this this screen real quick. And this and I think this will help out a lot. All right. So um okay, I'm not into Egypt. Um, I've studied Egypt for many years, but I am not into Egypt. So um I wanna I wanna start at 145,000 years, right? So then we have artifacts. In, in Morocco, human artifacts. And then we have this whole period over here, 100,000 BC, the Wadi Halfa, right? And so, and then we go to a whole nother period and Ngozi, Ngozi knows these periods, the Komosan culture, 42,000, 32,000 32, um, um, before present, right? The Komosan culture. And then um, 40,000 BC, we have, the uh, Tyrian tools that were found in Morocco finding themselves in ancient, e in not ancient Egyptian culture, but pre-dynastic culture. I need to fix this. Then you have this paleo Paleolithic period, right? And then you have these cultures that Ngozi talks about all the time. The Sabian culture, the Cadian culture, the Harian culture, right? The Fayan culture, the Marimdi culture, the El Omari culture, the Mahdi culture, Tassian. And this is this is this period, and then there's Nubian A and Nubian, uh, uh, Nakata Nubian A, which actually comes at 4000 BC, which is not on this particular slide, because I'm only dealing with peoples and settlements, the naming of people and set the technical naming of cultures before ancient Egypt. So, the hell with ancient Egypt. This is the period that if you want to know who our parents are, right, our parents are remnants of these peoples. But this is largely most of this, these people in are on the eastern side. There's a central side and a western side, but we've done a lot more. Uh, uh, and because of cultural white, white supremacy, we've done a lot more work on ancient Egypt, or his, when I say we, I mean modern culture. But these are the groups of um, people moving from the Green Sahara. Into the into the Nile Valley and the cultures in which they are. So Reggie, then, yes. When you say forty-two thousand years, a hundred thousand, thirty thousand, would it be fair to say that those people are kind of the parents of everybody? The, no. Yeah. Well, yes and no. They are coming from uh, 
how can I say yes? These well, are the you say hundred thousand years. Yeah, but they go into um one hundred forty five thousand years. They migrate following the animals into north um into the Green Sahara. So all of this is um remnants of people from the Green Green Sahara, and then you and then you have a shift where over here where the not where where the so the, uh, so, so so let me ask you, Reggie. And, and, and maybe Ngozi, maybe uh, he might be able to elaborate too on it. So now, when we talking about these people, are we talking about the migration? So the migration into the Green Sahara, are these people coming out of the Great Rift Valley? Are, yeah, some, this, some of them, that yeah, some of these, some, the people that so, find themselves in Morocco, right? Mm -hmm. Africans are trying to survive. So the climate of Africa... Uh, wasn't necessarily pleasant, and 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 also you have to you have to work with the food supply. So the animals were moving into the Green Sahara, and so the peoples was moving into the Green Sahara. Right, they're following the herds, definitely. So yeah. it, so now when we're talking about the Great Rift Valley, now and, and it's, this goes and now to Homo sapiens sapiens. No, yeah, they are. They are homo. These are homo sapiens sapiens in the Great Rift Valley. So, so. Um, but there's uh, lots of populations in the in the in. See, Africans no, no, are me, mixing. Me, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I. Ain't, I'm not combating here or nothing like that. No, I'm just no. Making a point. I just want to highlight because my man made a point. Uh, my man Magic Mike just made a point, and I want to say, when, when these people migrate out of the Great Rift Valley. That's human beings right there. Like that's, you know, humans are are rift uh, apes, right? Uh, primates are 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 rift animals. You know what I'm saying? And so you can have different diversity even in those rifts, right? So yeah, we do. We, I I agree uh, that we might. I I don't really know, but I don't know about the migration to the Green Sahara or whatever. But I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is. Um, if we go back that far, then we can just say all of these, everybody, these are everybody's ancestors. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Correct. Yeah. Because some of that these, was magic mic. I've been point. saying that since I've been a super killer. Some, some yeah, of these people, some of these people move out of Africa um, into the Near East. And so over here, when you have the Eurasian world, you have Anatolia. The, the best artifacts that we have is from 11,500 to 5,000 BC. But so these, so these are peoples that moved out of Africa in these particular periods, right? And moved into uh, um, the Eurasian world, right? And they admixed. But the Africans, the point that I was trying to make is that the Africans in Africa are admixing with populations in Africa, right? Um, there's different streams of the human family. So you're finding the Naladi man, the, um, you're finding, and then you have Perry, who has the uh, zero, zero, uh, the A00 zero, zero, uh, uh, haplogroup. Africans are still admixing within Africa with populations. Um, and so, yes, these are the parents, these are the parents of all of us, meaning the humans. And then, and then there's a migration, 60,000 years, uh, there's several migrations out of Africa into uh, into into Eurasia, 
where they admix with other groups of uh, the Denisovans and the Neanderthal or the two big groups that we know and the hobbits, but 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 there there could be other groups we just don't but, know. But I want to I want to make sure that I'm that I'm seeing that right though. And, and, and if Ngozi's still on the panel, so it, I, I, yeah yeah, I, I'm right here. I'm right here. I wanted to say something, and I'm glad that okay. brother Reggie, glad that brother Reggie and, and the brother Magic presented something. So here's the thing: those North Africans that was isolated and split from near the Great Rift Valley, you have Homo sapiens developing in different phases in different regions within Africa, right? You have one population that go into South Africa and they're responsible for the Bloomberg's cave in South Africa. The Bloomberg's cave art or what you find down there in South Africa. Another group goes North. Now here's the thing, the portion that we represent don't exist yet. We represent a cluster that's also something that combined from different phases of human activity. Those North Africans that were called the Tyrian culture and was, and was responsible for Middle Stone Age North Africa were the same people that leaked out of Northeast Africa, either through uh, Upper Egypt, near Sudan, and were responsible for something called the Nubian complexes, the tools that you find in Yemen, Oman, and in Arabia Peninsula. They're crossing over. Those people, scientifically, if you look up the term, they're still close to early non-Africans, which is really early North Africans that were still distinct from the populations that we descent from. The populations that we descent from is something that happened a little bit later because we have a ghost population of genes that's inside of us that possibly come from Homo heterobagansis or something like that was found in Morocco, archaic Homo sapien traits like Jabella Hood, who carried those earlier traits because he was a transitional Homo sapien sapien. Early East African hunter-gatherers that crossed over and some of these people became pygmies in, in, in Cameroon that was responsible for the Sri Lanka grave that they found that was absent of the later Bantu component. And we also come from a basal North African component that dispersed through the early Green Sahara and inserted haplogroup E into those populations. And this is when you start to find the Kefian graves or the fossils in Jobero, where you start to find this population that's distinct from those populations further south of them before we represent our combined situation that we have in Sub-Saharan Equatorial Western Central Africa. So, so, so even those people, you study North Africa, these people represent the population that was the exiters out. And then some of those people that went to the Levant, who were called the uh, Levantine Agrician population, some of these people come back in through the Levant. They're bringing them back in mitochondria DNA M1, mitochondria DNA U6, as early as 40 to 30,000 years ago. They're mingling with the leftover vestiges of the Tyrian culture. Later on around 30,000, they become something called the Ibero-Marusians. From that Ibero-Marusian, what they found 15,000 years ago in that cave in Morocco is 35% of the DNA was Hadza Yoruba-like. Now, they use terms like that because they're using it as a base population example. So they say Hadza Yoruba-like, not ultimately that. So that means that a West African, in some layers of their genetics, represents an old basal North African component. But that old basal North African component before the insertion of the basal Eurasians that dispersed back, or even the later Neolithic Eurasians that dispersed back, especially dealing with agriculture, before that component came in, some of the layers that you and I represent represent the earlier basal phase that was in that green Sahara that was responsible for a lot of the Tassili cave art and pheasant cave art before going south and mingling with other populations that was there. So the human story in Africa it's very complex. It's complex because Homo sapiens spent more time in Africa and evolved different change. And mutations don't stop because none of us on this phone, I mean, none of us on this chat 
actually look like anatomically modern correct humans in the original phase when we first developed. The people that actually look closest to the original humans in North Africa or Africa is the population that retained those features in Aborigine Australia, even though they went through transitions themselves. They just found the hair shaft of Homo sapiens in South Africa, and they said the hair shaft 200,000 years ago between these people was, a, was, was, a, was an in-between between European and equatorial sub-Saharan Africa. So guess what that means? That means that the hair texture of original Homo sapiens when they first developed wasn't like those people that stayed in open savanna for thousands and thousands of years or equatorial zones where our hair is thick to release heat to keep the body cool and we don't produce much oil in our hair. You know, moisturization in our hair, that's why our hair is more thicker and drier. So when the Homo sapiens first developed, there's a lot of differences and mutations that still continue within a continent even before population dispersed out. Even though some human groups was able to maintain certain traits, it's a lot of differences for why Africa is diverse we spent more time in the continent and we have the oldest, oldest phase of basal Eurasian back migrations also that inserts those changes and differences in our diversity within the continent as well. You get what hey, I'm saying? Hey, 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 Gozi, and, and, and I wanted to ask you too, um, because I want to make sure I'm following right, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not on the genetics guy or whatever, or the migration guy. So I'm just understanding it. Now, is, now the way I'm understanding the way you explain it is the Etherian culture, right? These, uh, the people that back migrated in, these Levantine, this with the M marker that you mentioned, right? The, uh, this interior, this Etherian uh, uh, culture, they never, this is the culture that never left out or, or, or genetic people, I'm saying culture, but these are the people that, that uh, they didn't leave out, right? Am I understanding that right? You know, it's an older phase of a tyranny that never left out of the North African region that was still wandering mm -hmm. around before the um, Levitine Argishian uh, population came back in and mingled with them before becoming Ibero Marouge. Okay, okay, all right. And then, and then another another thing I wanted to go back a little bit, and so and I wanted because I wanted I wanted the audience to understand the diversity uh, of Africa, right? <clears throat> And and this is why we why we make these distinct these distinctions and, and we understand and, we, and why these different genetic populations why we talk about these different genetic populations right so even in the Great Rift Valley right before before uh, uh, Homo sapien right we we have these primates right that are in this uh, that are on this Rift Valley right in these rifts you right and you can be, you have primates, you have apes on one side of the the rift that are a different species than the the apes on the other side of the rift. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's, cool, it's, cool. you have speciation just within those on one side, of, on both sides of those rifts. So the diversity um in Africa is just is is unreal. Basically, I just wanted to, to highlight the diversity. Am I am I looking at that right, or am I way out of no, bounds? I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you following yeah. the evolution the way it's supposed to. We went through multiple phases and sexual selection and positive selection, different different elements to understand evolution fully to understand what we are as as, as a species. So, absolutely, yeah. it wasn't just one hot spot yeah. that formed Homo sapiens. But let ahead. me ask this. Um, so. 
we, we, I, we're, I think we're past the, the Egypt situation. But if we go yeah, back we to that be. time, we shouldn't even yeah. be talking about Egypt. Yeah. So, it, so yeah, we but, should be past that. Yeah. Yeah, we're past okay. that. If we go back to that time frame, the the ones that were most closely related to us, I guess, in West Central Africa, what were we doing in that time frame? What what yeah. what, what were like you know what were like our high climatic okay, so, points during that so, time point where we were? So one of the things that I showed in my presentation was the um, the origin of uh, fire clay, which we call pottery. Um, that 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 event right, catapulted human evolution. Um, because now Africans can carry water, right? Um, and, and they could migrate to different places and they could also digest foods that we couldn't digest before because you need to boil them, right? And that you also need a, a good water source. And so many of the ancient peoples made like a beer they didn't drink out the Nile because of the parasites and stuff like that. So they learned to boil and prepare water and and cook and 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 um and 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 and, and ultimately get to bread. But before that, it was uh it was you know fufu and things like that. Those type of um yams and type of things like that. So, but the but when we were able, and that's what happened in West Africa, which I tried to show is that fire clay uh, shards and pottery uh, was created in Mali, in West Africa. But they, and that innovation uh, spread through the other populations in the Green Sahara. And then it spread out of Africa in, uh, in, to Spain and, and, and into the, uh, to the Levant. So that was a major part of the evolution of uh, of humanity once we were able and then the uh so if i could if i could share my screen again i just want to show you something um uh, I, I, I think uh uh give me a second let me just try to figure out where uh, it's, it, where where it's actually showing up okay so here um well, now so then you get into uh you get into culture so the other major major uh situation was when humans were able, can you see my screen? Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. see this bird lady? Yeah. See this bird lady. Okay. So this bird lady is bot. She is this woman over here with the cow horns. This is her um, in an earlier phase. And this is her um, in the early Egyptian. This is on a normal palette. And then you have the Nakata two vases, which I was talking about. And then you have other slate pottery. The importance of this is at this particular time, roughly about 4,000 BC, the, the, the rock art, you got to understand that they were not just uh, figures. The rock art had logos in them, morphemes in them, right? So, they, so these people were speaking languages and then using the rock art to write what they said. Now the language is hidden, right? But when you come to this period, this is my work um, that I'm that I have been working on for the last three years to do the origin of writing. Is that the Europeans look at this and they look at this as figurative art, but it's not figurative art. This is what you call vignettes. And so when we look at this, you can see this becomes the watery waves, which becomes noon. 
this this branch over here becomes the North Sud plant. The stringy man with the awad, right? Um, in his hand, the awad is the staff, and it and it becomes the heck later, right? These are things that they're actually speaking. The king has his awad. You see this woman right here? This woman right here is bot, and basically his narrative is basically saying that the king, the stringy little skinny dude, he's he's not as important as the woman who is taller, she's the goddess Bot, and her daughter or uh, is um, she's basically holding the king and basically giving the king to her. This is basically, um, um, this is basically writing in a pre-dynastic form. This is action. And they're standing on temples, which is a Hawat. So, so the, the reason why I'm saying this the reason why I'm saying is that um, the who is that? Yeah, the, the reason why I'm saying this is because this is what's happening in the Nile Valley, but the other Africans in like West Africa, they they took another path. So they have things like gold weights, they have talking drums, they have clothing with symbols. And these symbols right here, all of these gold weights, these are parables and stories. So can somebody mute their mic? So, so the West Africans take a different path. The West Africans take a different path in, 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 in getting to writing. Theirs is more of an oral tradition where they could talk about these symbols like the gold weights and these other symbols, and they're using it in their language, and they don't necessarily get to the writing of Egypt. When, 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 when the writing of Nakata, because this is writing right here, when this writing um, goes into uh, Egypt from Nakata and Nubian A culture, what happens now, the ancient Egyptians are able to catapult their civilization because now they can record, right? They can record directly. And, and so um, that's why Mike, I call him Michael Jackson, Egypt, is so important because they create a writing script that catapults their civilization while, while the other groups of people over here, and like if you look at the Tassili rock paintings, they are still using it only in an oral tradition. And then you get to this point over here where this bot figure People say, oh, she has makeup on. This is a bird lady. But they don't understand when they look at her stomach, they see the giraffe. The giraffe is a very important savanna, Sahara animal in the, in the grasslands that leaves Egypt. But the Nakata civilization retains, retains um, this as a, as a deity. And then on the back of this woman, uh, the, bot, the goddess Bot, you have a canine right? And then you have, uh, you have a falcon. Now, I have a colleague of mine, his name is uh, uh, Jed M. Ankh Hekare, and, I and I, uh, he came all the way from Virginia, took a, a flight to Virginia to see me at the museum to work with me on this because I asked him, what is this right here? I can't understand it. Is this a early form of heretic? What is this? And two weeks later, he got back to me 
and he said, Reg, this is this 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 is in um 38 30 3800 BC. He says, Reg, what you're looking at is you're looking at they're riding the uh the head of the falcon, which is here, and then there's the mouth, and this together would be the first glyph of whore, right? Naming this particular animal. So they they so they came up at 3800 BC. They began to write syllabic, um, but that cult that that in itself catapulted the um, and so you the, the ancient Egyptians. How we know this is because we use methodology. We have Gunter Dwyer looking at the labels and finding that these are actually morphemes. So if we could do this with Nakata, um, if we could do this with uh, 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 Nakata three, because this is Nakata three then all we have to do is apply the same method. And if we apply the same method to the, uh, uh, to, the, uh, to the vases, then we get morphemes. So this is just not figurative art. But the beautiful thing about, um, uh, the, the beautiful thing about um, uh, uh, ancient Egypt is that they, uh, they came out with a system because of their writing capabilities. So we care a lot about ancient Egypt for the wrong reasons. Um, the right reasons is to understand that they came out with a script that catapulted their uh, a civilization, but the other Africans, they were in oral traditions um, with signs and symbols, um, but there was language associated with it, but they were not necessarily writing on, until you have the, for example, the Nesabiti script. So you have the Nesabiti script which has icons from all over Africa, West Central and 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 um, Nile Valley, right in their Nesabiti script. So um, I, I'm just hoping when you start overlaying the data of populations, which I did earlier and climate earlier, and then uh, a rock art, and and then you get to the slate palettes. Like this is a slate palette right here. These people, um, these people on slate pallets wasn't as efficient until when they got to pottery. When they got to pottery, this was the new form of rock art. And then you get to this period over here where I was talking about Nurmer, where Nurmer, his deity is Bot, and this is this woman right here. And we, and we find out later what her name is, how it's pronounced in ancient Egypt. So we do some reverse uh, we do some reverse engineering. So, um, but uh, Nicosia, are you yeah. still on? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm right here, brother. Nicosia, right. are you still on? Yeah, I'm right here, bro. Yeah, Nicosia, um, I need your help. Um, uh, um, these people that I'm talking about, right, um, and somewhere over here is not the plier, and not the plier is, is in, this, uh, in this period over here. Well, I, I need your help. I need um, um, I need you to um, to help me with this chart so that we can look at the other cultures um, that are not Nile Valley and add them to it. I, I, I primarily did the Nile Valley, but I, 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 I need some help and then ultimately uh, overlay this with uh, uh, with um, with with DNA with the, the peoples here. 
So this is not, um, I need the help of other scholars. Ngozi is the best uh, that we have. There's also uh, 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 Shamarka Kita, Kite, which um, basically says the same thing. But when we don't look at it with the peoples, I'm not talking about Egypt. I care less about Egypt at this point. I care about all these other cultures, right? The Fayum culture. The Fayum culture is, is North Africa, right? Um, and then you have the Marimbi culture, right? Which is in the Western, Western Delta, right? These are parts of the parent people migrating in. But when you don't, when, when everybody's Egypt, Egypt, Kemet, 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 brushing their teeth, that's all they got them know. So when I'm talking to the Kemet dudes, this ain't got nothing to do with Kemet. Norma really, Norma is just the beginning of Kemet. What about Nakata 2C? What about Nubian A culture? All they just doing is brushing their goddamn teeth with, with Kemet. I'll stop. Thank you so much for that. Hey, hey, hey Reggie. Uh, Reggie. Uh-huh. Uh, can you can you educate me um with uh, about the um upper Egypt um crown uh N Norma had um upper Egypt crown right on yeah, the, um, on the yeah um so there's two sides um there's two sides of the Norma one he has the what they call the red um crown right okay. and then he has the the white crown right okay. um and and so so yes, on an on the normal palette, somebody can bring it up and we can I stop sharing my screen. But um basically these are <coughs> two cultures coming together. <coughs> right? There are two cultures coming together. But when you do this and share my screen again, the Near Eastern niggas, right? Uh share this. If you look at their uh their material culture. In the Canaan region, you find, of course, they're taking as they always took from the Nile Valley. So this is not indigenous to Canaan. This finds its way into Canaan. So this is um, Baal and El and El Shaddai, right? Um, but they're getting, if it wasn't for pottery, there would be no, if, if pottery wasn't formed in West Africa, if it wasn't formed in Mali, there would not be no cuneiform. It would not be no any cuneiform. So the question, so when when I when I'm talking about uh when when I'm talking about this right here, the Nubian uh um um uh, in in 3200 BC, these people in the Near East are fucking counting. There's no fucking writing whatsoever, right? Mm. They try to make it look like oh. The early cuneiform was writing. No, 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 no. They, they, the motherfuckers couldn't draw. Um, their populations, they were warring against each other. They didn't have the climate was fucked up, right? They didn't. Um, the the Euphrates and the Tigris was basically a swamp. They had mosquito problems. They didn't have the time that you had in the Green Sahara. In the Green Sahara, you had time over time to get stuff right. Their, their evolution was rapid and the fired pottery from Mali actually helped them. So, but, but because we don't, we don't study, we don't study um, and we're just doing Kimmy, 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 Michael, Michael Jackson, 
then we 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 are stuck and we come up with these um these faulty conclusions. And yes, over here, yes, you find you find um these clay uh figures in uh in the Levant in 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 the uh Mesopotamian civilizations, but it wasn't for the African firing clay and first creating these concepts, it wouldn't be, they wouldn't have had anything to catapult them civilizations. They wouldn't have it. So people want to say, oh, they find stuff like this in the uh, in the Levant and Mesopotamia and, and it was gifted to Egypt. No, it's the other way around. It was the Green Sahara and when Africans walked out of the Green Sahara with the dotted pottery and wavy line, then they used the techniques of, of, of pottery to create their culture. And, and, and so, um, yeah. Um, that, that's another dropped mic revelation there, if that's true. And I, I have no reason not to believe it's true, but that's a drop the mic. Yeah, when I was uh, showing my slide on the formation of pottery and, and uh, the dude X, um, start talking about blackology and brother Reggie doesn't have any credentials. Um, you know, that, 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 that's problematic when, when, where is, no one is saying that the scientifically that the origin of pottery is in Mesopotamia. No one is saying that they are saying from the article that I showed, um, the article that I showed, which if I still have it, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back up. Um, yeah, I, I think I, 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 I have it. So let's just bring it back up if I can. The, I, would, I would ask everyone to go to this article. Uh, um, the, first, the first emergence of ceramic production in Africa in this uh, piece in 2020. So now this is very recent. This is in 2020. And it's basically saying that the discoveries in Mali in an open air site in Dogon County shed new light on the early Neolithic in Africa. And then it basically says that in a cluster of absolute dates established a terminus antiquam of 9,400 calendar BC for ceramic surge associated with a small bifacial lithic industry. The emergence of this typo technical complex corresponds to one of the wet phases of the Pleistocene-Holocene um, transition in West Africa, most probably that of the, um, the climatic upturn at the beginning of the Holocene between 10,294 calendar BC, paleolithical, paleo-environmental results, particularly archaeobotanical ones, indicate that the landscape was a state of change and that of several millennia, the surfaces covered by desert overlapped an open step with grasses, some of which were edible. This environment situation allowed the dispersion of prehistoric groups that Ngozi is talking about, that I'm talking about, that, uh, that uh, Dr. Soy Kita is talking about. Um, these prehistoric groups over the continent have probably encouraged a new behavior and practice of intensive selective gathering. So if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the firing of the pottery in Mali, which is part of the Green Sahara, just a Western farm, that, believe it or not, Egypt owes its success to the Green Sahara of the Western side, particularly Mali. It also owes its success to the Arterian tools found 
130,000 uh, BC in Morocco. If it wasn't for that portion of Africans living in the West, there would be no fucking Egypt. The innovations came from other places. Not, not, not to mention the Lumombo stone and the Shango um, bone, the Lumbo, sorry, the Lumombo bone and the Shango bone showed that Africans were, neuro, um, I like the term neuro, neuro and cognitive thinking, right? Beginning with the rock paintings and all throughout Southern Africa, during, um, definitely dealing with the Blumbo's cave and uh, the okra, that, that with the migrations of peoples and herds found itself in the Green Sahara and it became one of the innovations. Uh, hey, uh, Rizzi, uh, yes. Brother, uh, is, there, is there any hieroglyphics uh, on the um, normal palette? Yes. Um, I it, share my screen again. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, hey, let me see. Hey, 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 Reggie, when you bring that up, I want people to pay attention to that anomalous palette too. He represented a cattle coat. I want y'all to look at the tail that's on his um on his kilt, which represent populations that was connected to those early pastoralist groups that used to worship the goddess bats. And that's a lot of these people. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Reggie. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ngozi. Yeah, I was disagreeing. A lot of those pastoralists um, that dispersed back into multiple directions come from the Dakla Oasis zones around nine thousand years ago. So it's, 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 if you look at that Namas palette, it's something going on that's rough. This is the third half of the Nakata period. And at this time period, you find populations from uh, um, um, from the Mesopotamian region coming in, but Namas not that friendly to them. To be honest with you, the developmental idea of Kemet, Kemet didn't exist. You only hear the term Kemet, the, the, the land of the black soil, in that sense, around the fourth dynasty. When Nama united the land, it was Tameri. Then you got another word called desert, where we get the word desert from. So the idea of a Kemet or Egypt, where people talk about it, that 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 don't even really exist the way people think it does. You get what I'm saying? It so, doesn't because it came later. First, it was it was identified with camel in my peer-reviewed article on syncretism. It means a method of understanding Kemet, Kem, and Kemetiu. Um, Ngozi is right. It comes from cattle cult. So this is an early form of that. Uh, this is an early form of, uh, okay, so let me just walk you through some of this stuff. So here's an early form of bat on what you call a slate palette, right? This is the same bat here, but this is, but, but again, this bat over here is, is made with ceramics, right? Fired pottery. And then you have the Nurma palette. And I didn't, um, I don't have a clip right now of the Nurma palette, but this is this is bot. But if we saw the whole Nurma palette, oh, okay. So let me let me get through this, and then I come back to the Nurma palette. So then this this type of uh, material right here, that's in pre-dynastic Kemet, is equivalent to the same material that's in the rock art of Northern Africa. This is this is Kemet, not Kemet. Sorry, this is pre-dynastic Africa. They the the, the Kemet niggers call it Kemet, but this is, this is, this, this comes, these are concepts from the rock paintings, right? And this, this is, this is early ancient Egypt. Egypt was called in the early days, Hinu. Hinu was, is basically a glyph of cattle. 
and that means home and it meant residence, the Hinu. And then it became uh, the two lands, right? Uh, which is uh, land Ta and then Seti, right? The, um, um, no, Tawi, the two lands, Tawi, which was basically the, the, the Ta is the land and we means is the, uh, is the dual for two. So the two lands. And so um, uh, this right here is uh, rock painting in the area of the Nile Valley. But if you look at, um, but this, this is bot right here. So the Kemet Negroes, the, um, the Kemet Negroes, they don't know this stuff. They don't understand. And then if you look over here, if you look over here in this, uh, in this, uh, in this funerary boat, so this becomes the funerary boat of later ancient Egypt, but this is at 4,000 BC. So this is the parents of ancient Egypt. We need not talk about ancient Egypt. We could talk about the parents. And then you can see the, uh, the, the plume feathers over here. You could see the uh, bot figures over here. You, um, um, so so when, when, when we do this work, what we begin to do is we begin to do overlays of information. And we find out that um, it's better to look at the parent peoples, it's better to look at the parent peoples than to single out Egypt and make it Michael Jackson. And the people that do that, um, <laughs> they, 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 don't, um, they don't have a lot of information. So I will, um, while Ngozi might be talking or someone else has a question, I'll pull up the normal palette. So, so I was gonna I got a question for you, Brother Reggie. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing I, I like, well, I would say a quick comment, but one thing I like about your presentation is that um, I, I can remember I was reading um, Basil Davidson's work again. Y'all know I love Basil Davidson or whatever. And he was talking about how the so mainstream slash white um academia they like to um overemphasize or show one half of the cultural um you know specter of africa you know coming from the mediterranean and he says in his book like you know there's already excellent and abundant amounts of research that's already talking about the mediterranean influence but the the one the one influence within uh, the, the influence uh, of, of Africa itself is barely being talked about. And so I like how you're trying to bring, you know, all the the uh, the, the different influences within Africa together, because I think that's how uh, Egypt should be um, studying. I got like one question. It's a bit off topic, but once I'm done, I'm, I'm going to move on. But um you remember that that conversation of like me and you had on pseudo killers like last maybe two weeks ago, right? Um, you have to, you know, you you yeah. have to let me know. Um, we, we, was, we was basically talking about like the, the Black Panther Party and all that type of stuff. So, like, my question is, do you have contact information so we could, you know, just like any adequate like you know contact information and stuff, like a Facebook page or something that I could no. follow? I'll give you my email, which is. Rap like rapper marketing yep. at hotmail.com. Um, that email address um, is from 1990, from 1992, 1991. I, you know, I was, uh, um, how can I say, I, 
um, you know, I was working at two, two firms and, uh, you know, I, I created an email rap marketing at hotmail.com thinking I was going to bring technology to the rappers. Um, but yeah, rap marketing at hotmail.com. Okay. Right so, so here I'm going to share the screen and we're going to hey. go over the, the Nurma palette real quick. Hey, brother, brother Reggie, I wanted to say this before you go in. I want everybody to follow these cattle coats in the Nile because you also find the same art that Brother Reggie's showing, you find it in, in the Lasgale zone in Somalia. Now we got to remember that Punt, according to recent studies, they sequenced the baboon isotopes and the area that we know as Punt was around Eritrea, which is the which is the, the heart of, of the of, of east northeast Africa, which is classified as sub-Saharan because that's south of the Sahara. So I want y'all to look up last Gale cave art in Somalia and you can see these cattle coats. Even with my ancestors maternally, the Fulani, before they mingled with the Sidir or the, the city groups in Senegal, before they became Fulani, they exist in the Sahil. We used to venerate a cow goddess named Jinno. Jinno is part of that's those same pastoralist coats that you find in the early green Sahara, even though we went, we all went into our own direction. So I'm glad Brother Reggie's bringing this up, and I want people to pay attention to the cattle coats. Yeah. Um. So I, I'll start with Norma, and I'll show this slide. If uh, uh, this slide. Okay. So here's cattle, right? So cattle comes in. Domesticated cattle comes in from the Near East. The African form was what you call a wild bull. So so you have this whole um, period up here of the ninth millennium uh, BC. And then you have, you have the catacults um, moving all from um, all through the Nile from different, from different areas. So then you have this period over here, the, the cartoon uh, uh, version of it, right? The cartoon and then underneath here uh, is, the, is the area uh, 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 where, um, where Ngozi is talking about, but the people, began to move cattle. So here are the cattle dates. And so the cattle dates find themselves up in this, in North Africa over here. And then they begin to kind of uh, from the, from the Levant and they start to move around and people, people um, uh, have to migrate their cattle toward water supplies. And so here's another important uh, period over here where you have the green Sahara, I'm sorry, you have the, uh, the yellow Nile the yellow now, which is called the Wadi Harar, that is coming from, uh, so these people down here are migrating up and moving, moving their cattle through the Wadi Harar, right, into Chad, right, into Chad and Libya. So, um, um, so cattle, cattle, like Ngozi saying, is a very important part because our peoples became cattle people. So, um, um, and then with the cattle, that was the early camel. That's where we, uh, we, 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 we exchange culture, right? The different, the different peoples exchange culture. So what, um, that's why Ngozi is my brother, man. I mean, I mean, all of y'all, all my brothers, but Ngozi is, 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 is one of the best that I, uh, that we have access to, right? Um, and but but all of you are, and so when we have this concept of the pseudo killers, 
once we start seeing the data, right? Then, okay, so here's Norma. Norma was not no fucking Egyptian. Norma was not no fucking Egyptian. Norma was from Nakata and, uh, and Nakata and Nubian A culture. This is Bot right here. There he mm. writes his name, Norma. These, right. This iconography is from, is from the rock paintings, the smiting, right? You have him, he's got a bull's tail. He's got bull legs, right? His, his mother is Bot, which is up here, right? And then you have, uh, then you have the, um, the stabs. These are the, um, the stabs. There's the Horus. There is the, uh, um, the, um, the brother that brother was talking Reggie to me. Uh, hello? You muted out. No, I can hear him. Hey, I hey, Reggie, when, when you say, him. yeah, when you say he wasn't Egyptian, are you saying the people that he united at the time were not Egyptian either? No, they were gotcha. not. They were now Valley peoples from a number of different cultures. And there was a war fought for the unity. So they, um, so they they had to conquer Butu and P, right? Um, Nakata and Nubian and and, and Nubi, Nubian A culture, which became Kerma culture later. Hey, hey, brother Reggie, can I add on? I'm going to say something right quick. And what I love about this depiction, we're not understanding the the, the graffiti or the, the the disrespect that the Egyptians had for people from Mesopotamia. Here's the thing, that creature. With the with the with the two long necks that's wrapped around each other, those are called sepropods, right? In Iraq, it's called the Jasper Cylinder. What you see on the side is two brothers with an afro with a rope around its neck, looking like Ngozi, Ngozi <laughs> people, right? So so yeah, you see the brothers, you see them right, Reggie, with the two African men with the afro with a rope around the creature. Of they're disrespecting the population that came in into the third half of the Nakata period that were from the Near East, that lived in the Delta, the Northern population. That dude that he, that, that he smiting with the longer hair, those people are distinct from the people that you see with that Afro. So there was an issue going on. Once Narma unified Upper and Lower Egypt, he had control of the Delta, which gave him hands on the Levant, which also gave him hands to some portions of the Near East. Remember, the lapis lazuli that the Egyptians was getting was coming from near the Oxen River. The, the cytoebony wood that they was getting was coming from the Levant. So this was marketing. When so, did it, yo. so, so were the, were the, I guess, so were the people from the Near East or the Levant, were they just greater in population or were they were able to just kind of take over at some point or did they have it? Yeah, they were in North rate? Africa. They were in, um, in, in, in the Delta region. They was always in a Delta region. That, that that northern part of Africa was always remember that's a that northern part. Of, it's a transcontinental country. It's an exit for human beings to go in and out. You have different phases of Eurasians coming into North Africa at different layers of time, from the Paleolithic Eurasians that came back in, from the um, the Neolithic Eurasians that came back in, which is called the Neolithic Libertines, who were something like the Natufians, who were also partially. North African is some fragments of their DNA. You guys can look this up. Then you have the Calcolithic culture, which was which caused a whole population turnover, even in the Levant, before some of these people come back in. And they're bringing some methods of farming. These people are primarily descendants from po populations from Iran and Armenian-like people, people from so, the Near Caucasus populations. 
So mm-hmm. when he united upper and lower Egypt, I mean, I guess what was the major significance of that and what was the sustainability of it? Because he, you know, he, he, this is obviously significant, but yeah. you know, what did it lead to? It, it doesn't seem it, like it, he it, became it the head the, of state or anything. Yeah. It led to, yes. It, it led to the state formation of, of ancient Egypt. Yeah, so okay. over here no, no, he has no. a white but, crown. Over here he has a white crown. But now, what role here, did he play in that moving forward or and his people? Oh, oh yeah. So the first dynasty, Jajur, Jajad, um, Nithotep, all of those groups of people are like his descendants. And so gotcha. that's yeah, so so, so it so was sustainable. Those, so are those Nubians? Oh, there's different populations here. So so over here, you you most likely have the Twa people, right? Right, the sacred Twa people holding the stabs. Over here, you have the uh, Semitic groups or the uh, Northern African groups of people. They're getting their heads cut off. Their heads are between their goddamn legs. Over here, you have Horus uh, controlling, uh, actually controlling this uh, the Semite, right? You have them smiting it over here. Here you have the bull wrecking their uh their fortress and trampling on the semi so basically this was nest and then over here with the separate separate pronounce it for me again in gozi separate pods separate pods you have the african of a different of different groups controlling it so for even from here you have a mixed population of africans you see this woman with locks right with hair her name is tet right she she and she's like the chief priestess. She's walking in front. The the is sacred. The uh the king is barefooted. He has his sandals with the sandal bearer, right? You see the sandal bearer here? He's bull. So this is a sacred ceremony. And, okay. and this be- yes. So so, so, so so are there is there another group of people that were alive then that would look at this as fake news and rival it and say, you know, maybe some of this is true, but this is not all really the truth. Um, probably, um, but I think that the, the Petri people, the, the, those groups of people, uh, the eugenics types of people, um, they're dying out. And the, and the, and the reason why, because I'll just show you this, um, um, it's not, it's not, um, uh, it's, 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 it's not, it's not brother Reggie, right? Um, can, um, let me see if I can share my screen because we're on, uh, uh, let me share my screen over here. Okay, I'm so, sorry. I think somebody else is trying to ask a question. I, I'm not sure. No, it's, it's fine. But um, uh, is it? Uh, no. Okay. So there, um, while somebody else is asking, I have to find another. I have hey, to find hey let me ask uh, Ngozi. What's up, brother? Let me ask you a question. Now, if Norma um, united upper and lower Egypt, right? Um, mm-hmm. Now... So it becomes one Egypt, right? Yes. Okay. So, no or yes? No, no. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then, then later on, there's there's a Nubian that's separate from Egypt. Kamer. Well, 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 the thing about Kamer, see, Sudan was also diverse. Like, for example, in the northern parts, from what we know today is Egypt, Alexandria, all the way down to Luxor, even Aswan. All that's all that's upper that's upper Egypt. Lower Egypt is Alexandria that we know today, and all yeah. the way down, all the way down to Aswan that goes into Upper Egypt. Sudan is distinct. The the the, the people of Kush or Sudan 
they were the Magi would be today's what the, the today population called the Bija people. Then okay. you have which, which was responsible for for Tasseti. Then you have Nalotic people that was lingering around. Remember the, the Marotic language, according to linguists, is possibly um, Nalotic. When you look at those dark-skinned people that's chained up sometimes, those are Nalotic or Dinka or Nur-like people. Not saying that's no. what they were called then. So you have different groups of people in Sudan or in Kush. You know, Kush is a very vague term because you had different groups of people there. Even in karma, from the dental analysis, from um, from the dental analysis, they say the dental analysis of the population of karma was similar to people in Kenya, morphologically speaking. So they were similar to probably the Maasai people, who was a fusion between Cushitic pastoralists and Nilotes that mingled together. So 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 karma is is more is more is more uh, up is more to the um, sub-Saharan area? I mean, is it more farther, it's, farther from it's, me? It, it, it's, it's from Sudan. Karma starts in Sudan. The Pataplaya. Karma, mm-hmm. karma starts in Sudan, okay. Right. So, and so no, the, no, the neonathic, what do you call it? The neonathic? Uh, uh, Nelotic, like the Nilo-Saharan type people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so the, when, 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 the, when the brothers or, or the ones with the fro looking like on uh-huh. the you know one on the normal path, the one they were kind of strangling the the other ones that were the you know near Easterners or Levant. They weren't doing that based off of race and what no, their skin color. No. They were really? doing it based off of who they were. Yeah, right, right. So, so, to, so, yeah, mm-hmm. and, the, and the reason I ask is because see, it brings clarity because even if Normer did look like us or or whatever he looked like since normal was not doing this based off race or, or whatever battles were being fought were not based off of that it's very plausible to think that even if norma w- did look like the sudanese i i don't know or like me i'm very dark at some point it transitioned to something else that didn't look like him but they weren't yeah. tripping about that necessarily anyway correct 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 so let me you just say this saying? let me just say this norma came from a zone called Thetan, which is in Upper Egypt near Luxor. He had roots or ancestral populations from the Nubian A, Nubian B, Nubian C group. But the Nubian A group, we got to be careful with terms like Nubian A, Nubian B, Nubian C. That's not literally uh, a Nubian or, 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 or the way they say it. This is just the nomenclatures that they use in labeling. But he came right. from Upper Egypt near, uh, near, near, near Thetan, near Luxor. But a lot of his pop found foundational ancestral roots come from Sudan. See, in Sudan, these people mingle and merge in those areas. Sudan has always been an exit zone, an entrance zone and an exit zone, especially in the northern part of Sudan. When those people started to come from the Green Sahara, the first place they go to is near Sudan. And then you got people coming from the near, near the Red Sea, you know, that's bringing some stratums of Afro-Asiatic in, into those. There's those seated women that Brother Reggie was showing, you can find mm-hmm. it in something called the pre-Pottery Neolithic B culture in the Levant. And when you start looking at the sequence, whatever, you can type it up. You can go on Wiki or whatever. Type up pre Neolithic B, go to genetics, and you can see the genetics of what's going on. See, Africans just didn't play a role right there and now. You have a lot of populations that's going into that Levant a long time ago. Now, and I'm not trying to say that that's us. We got our own history. We got our own mingling. We got our own clusters that we formed in, South, in, in Western Central Africa. We're just speaking on this portion of Africa and this portion of the Levant. So, right. so, so basically... 
No, it wasn't a race thing. It was never a race thing when it came to these people. They, they wasn't basing it off how they look. If Norman looked like anything, he would have looked like the people in Upper Egypt. If you look up the Saudi people, um, the, the 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 Gurner people, the Fela people, he would have looked like that in in, in phenotype. Um, right. Those so, people were, are what are, are what we would call neither black or white. No, no, no. no. It's, 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 it's African. See, see. Yeah. So it's our terms. See the white, white, you know, white people. You can say um, uh, that's a group of uh, people, like for example, the Hittites, right? Right, right, right. But but they're not. Um, but there's other groupings of of phenotypical uh, uh, of of people, even in Mesopotamia, that's different than the people that's in Syria and Turkey, and there are later Hittites that come, exactly. right? Exactly. So, so we, we want to look at it for our populations. I want to show this, uh, if I can show this real quick. Um, so let's just share this. Okay, so the, the, the issue is solved. The Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, which is the flagship museum in, in the United States, has an exhibit called The African Origin of Civilization, where for the first time they are pairing Nile Valley to... Um, to Congo, this is Dogon right here, right? They're, they 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 have taken the where they used to say this was Luxie and pseudo. They have a whole exhibit doing this, and this is what they say. So here in this exhibit, um, the exhibit, the exhibit is called the African Origin of Civilization, and then in the Metropolitan Museum of Art, they're looking at uh, Sheka Anti Diop's work. It, it says the African origin civilization. It says in the Met, the birthplace of modern humanity, Africa, has been the locus from which the earliest migrations moved across the globe. It is a stage upon which our ancestors, this is the Met talking, first expressed abstract thought in visual terms and deliberately imbued their material creations with beauty. Africa is also home to a seventh of the world's population who speak a third of the world's languages. This rich concentration of cultural diversity is a direct outcome of the unparalleled longevity of its settlement. The pluralism is reflected in an array of complex worldviews that has encompassed the sun cult, ancestral veneration, divine kingship, as well as Christianity, Islam since their beginnings, right? The earliest evidence of ideas expressed visually survives in the form of okra tablets engraved in Southern Africa 80,000 years ago. Then they go, the influential Egyptologist, scientist, activist, and historian of the modern era. This is white people talking. This is white people talking. The influential Egyptologist, scientist, activist, and historian of the modern era, Shekhanta Diop, 1923-86, has emphasized both ancient Egypt's foundational role in the development of global transitions and its inextricably deep cultural connections with the rest of the continent. Self-determination for new nation states across Africa in the mid-20th century exposed the need for a more expansive and critical understanding of this continent's past. Diab outlined proposals for political and economic unification, challenging attitudes about Africa's place in history and recentering it as both the source of modern humanity and a fount of civilization. This exhibition, this exhibition, this exhibition's pairings of African icons form an uh, ancient cradle of civilization with those from other major cultural traditions that follow. Pay homage to, to Diop's seminal 1974 publication, The African Origin of Civilization. This is the Met talking. 
And then the Met has uh, in 2024, they are going to combine, they are combining both now Africa, now Valley Africa with Western Africa. So it says over here, a general shift in social consciousness in the 60s led to the expanded presence of the achievements of African artists and fine arts institutions across the United States. In 69, the Met accepted the transformative gift of sub-Saharan African works from Nelson Aldrich Rockefeller that included the entire MPA. The MPA is the Museum of Primitive Art and expanded its campus to present the collection. Since its opening in 82, Michael C. Rockefeller, MCR wing named for Nelson Rockefeller's son has come to accomplish some. But then it says over here, it says, um, it says additional forthcoming volumes of UNESCO history consider a global Africa that is multifaceted presence in different regions of the world. Africa's generative role in reshaping foundational institutes argues for recognition of the cultural legacy, both at its source and its present world for almost half a century since its inauguration. The MCR wing is undergoing a re-envisioning that will open in the public in 2024. This period of renewal forged the opportunity to bring together the Met's two African art collections, shoulder to shoulder. They're talking about the Nile Valley and they're talking about the rest of Africa. And here are my photos pairing ancient Egypt to Central West Africa. So I don't need to argue with any, any goddamn pseudo um, um, uh, on this planet, I mean, on this, sorry, on this platform when the Metropolitan Museum has already conceded and dropped the sword and started, this is a fetish, this is Egyptian. This is a fetish of a uh, symbol of a child compared to the, the, um, the, the African, um, the African uh, Akan doll, right? Same time frame. Uh, no, different time frames. Gotcha. Okay. I see. Oh, because what they're saying is is a diffusion of culture. What they're saying is that it's it's a diffusion of culture that that those arguments about whether there was contact, um, there was cultural contact. And you have to understand uh, that that yes, some of these figures in West Africa is later, but you have to figure in the North Africa. You have to figure in the the you, you, um, the, the North African trade, the slave trade, the, right, um, right, right. the routes. This is this right here is in the Met uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art. This is the Egyptian from a, uh, a, 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 from, a um, from some tomb models. And he is wearing um, his cloth uh, tied as if it was tied in ancient times. This is actually the artifact. This is not made up, similar to the Akan, right? So, so the Metropolitan Museum where, where the fakes and the African haters, where they, where they keep talking, the problem is, is that the Met has already recognized Diop for his work and started and, and began to pair. So before we would pair this and they would call a pseudo, the Met has done it. The Met says that there is a connection. And I tried to show in my other slides, all of the different, uh, in my other slide, which is this slide right here, so, so, so my whole point of it is when, when people, when people begin to challenge the, the work, first they have to have the out, um, the, they have to have the updated, um, they have to have the updated information. I, I go to the Met, the Met is a bus ride away from my house, right? 
So um, let's see over here. Um, so I go to the Met maybe once a week, right? Um, so um, I'm, I'm trying to share another screen. Do y'all, do, do, did you see another uh, screen pop up? Same one. This is crazy, Reggie. Stop, stop. I'm going to share my screen. Crazy in a good way or crazy in a pseudo way? Crazy in a pseudo way. Throughout all of Africa, we, is there anything tangible in what we call Egyptian, right? That, let me see. Hey, Chef, is, is there, um, is there a link between um, Greece and, and Rome? Yes. Uh, uh, tell me how. What's what's the link? What the the writing, the the culture, like they have a lot of things that, and even Rome claimed to get things from Greece. You dig what I'm saying? Like, um, so I don't think that's that's not even a. a something that we even need to play with like you know Ro Rome acknowledged this um indebtedness that it I had I don't understand to, uh, but Sheffrin I don't what I don't understand is that um either mm -hmm. my data is faulty either my sources are faulty either I'm lying about the Metropolitan Museum of Art right the mm -hmm. Metropolitan Museum of Art has combined it so you're saying that they're pseudo I, I don't know. I no, I wouldn't say the Metropolitan Museum of Art is pseudo. So Reggie's like, just I, pseudo. I, I don't I don't know what I just came in. I don't know what's the comparison or Okay. Or, so I yeah, yeah, you you, you, the, you missed the Met, yeah, you missed it. The Metropolitan just um introduced um I mean they just uh, um they have an exhibit called the African Origin of Civilization. Where they, where where it's the Met, um, where it's the Met that um, that is um, fused the two together. Yeah, the Met is fusing it together. So the Met has it, is the a, Met saying there's a connection. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that they are, but they're not saying it in the inflammatory way that would light <laughs> off. Um, Found, that would sound the alarms that I think Shelf is talking about. See, the, 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 they're saying it in a way that's much less innocuous to this conversation, which which I think most of us probably could agree with. Okay, but when that they shit do don't this, even look this. That shit don't even look the same, though. Wait, but wait. This is okay. It's so, so <laughs> um, um, Shefren, So, um. Um, here it says almost a half a century since its inauguration, the MCR wing is undergoing a re-envisioning that will open to the public in 2024. This period is a renewal of force opportunity to bring together the Met's two African art collections shoulder to shoulder for the first time. So All right, pull that picture back up now. Artistically, right? Uh-huh. Artistically, right. there will be nothing that I would say. First off, what what is the um on the right? How old is that? Um, that it says um um 18th and 19th century. And how old is the one on the left? <laughs> 2575 BC. All right. So the only connection that I see 
is that somebody got their arm around another motherfucker. Okay, so what's but, the connection between? Yeah, so let me explain. So let me explain. Let me explain. These motherfuckers are disconnected by what? No, no. Let me explain. The doggone people are in North Africa, right? So the doggone people are in North Africa, um, uh, uh, um, north, north, kind of northwest Africa, and Egyptians in, in, in northeast Africa, right in the Nile Valley. Um, basically, there is some transmission of culture between the different groups. In this case, because not in that of picture. The, no, we're not. Don't don't look at the picture. Look but at you the, got it up there. No, but don't don't make a quick quick analysis on the picture. Make an analysis on the places that there's that that okay. For example, over here, right? Um, uh, it's not. It's what they're doing is that they're looking at what Diop said the cult um, the continuity of African culture. Um, different people in China. People in China carry shit on their head. I understand. I do understand. I understand exactly what you're saying, but now you you have a difficult situation yourself because the difficult situation is what is the before the Met did this exhi exhibit? You had an argument to say that this was pseudo, that you can't put this together. Now, when the Met does it, and the Met is writing a catalog for 2024, they are making the connection. I feel like they playing with us. Hey, Chef. Uh, oh, 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 but 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 oh, but but uh, Reggie, what is the Met doing again as far as connecting West Central Africa to Egypt? Um, um, the Met is for the first time in the statement that I read is declaring that Egypt is an African civilization, not okay. a, uh, not a. Uh, of Near Mesopotamian Eastern. and Near Eastern culture. They have a, they have a timeline. Um, they have a timeline of, uh, that's also part of this exhibit uh, that I, I, I'm going to have to show you. But basically the timeline starts only in Africa and is basically saying that it was Africa that diffused, that diffused to the rest of the world, right? Um, so before Sheffrin, I understand what you're saying, but before before this exhibit, you um, might have had an argument that was an old argument. But the Met, the Met is bringing together the their two African wings. Their, yeah, their, so yeah, but I, the the, yes. the Met is not combating Sheffrin's point of view. The Met, the Met is presenting, from, from what you've just described, is presenting just a different Africa. way of looking at it. But it's not combating, you know, it, it's not in combat at all. It's just information. It's, it's well, not... it's, infor it's information, but so, okay, so for example, over here, so um, uh, um, when we do it, for example, this is this is the Tassili rock art over here, right? This is the smiting pose, right? Mm -hmm. This this over here, so this is not uh so this is north northeast Africa, right? Over mm -hmm. here, this is the Kustal stone. This is part of the first writing. In the West African side, you have uh you have megalibs with uh with with not writing on it, but with figurative art. 
I can't show this to you. Um, I can't blow this up. But the fact of the matter is these megaliths over here, um, this megalith style becomes uh, tombs, but it also becomes um, the Noptiplia. So, so what, 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 what you're having, what you're, what you're having, okay, so over here in this one, these are the rock, these are the rock paintings throughout, uh, throughout Africa, right? Um, they're sharing, there's a continuity, a culture of rock paintings starting from the Blumbos case all throughout Africa. So this, this is, uh, to say that this is not, that these people independently isolated created rock painting would be uh, a, a, a failed uh, conversation. Africans before, this is, this is early, early Africa, before there was a uh, ancient Egypt, um, rock painting and the tools and the, and the okra was being spread around Africa. Over here, you have Massa Musa's route. This is an old route of, of connections from West Africa based on the, the Sahara drying up that Massa Musa took to go to Egypt. This is an established route. So that means if this is, so you have Niger and Chad on the bottom, right? And over mm -hmm. here, you have hieroglyphics of Mentehotep II in Chad. So we know that the Egyptians took the, um, the route from the Nile Valley to the Wadi Harar, which is the Yellow Nile, and went into Chad so that we know that there's communications. So, um, and then we have the other kind of uh, uh, thing. So, uh, so we have the Akan Goweits with lots of symbols, very similar to what, what the North African, because the West Africans are really from the Green Sahara from North Africa, and they migrate down. Um, and then you have the um, you have the Jedars, which are the round pyramids, right? And you have um, pyramid type structures in Niger, right? Um, you have the megaliths of Nataplaya. This is a causeway into this this pyramid. So, and over here, uh, the the megalith concept is a concept. Um, that you find also in Southern Africa. You have Horus in Southern Africa before, before Egypt, right? That's Horus? You have a falcon, a falcon, a falcon symbol. Oh, right? oh, 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 oh. This, this is a lot for me to process right now. So, 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 so how do you figure out that Rome and Greece are the same thing? Cause they, I ain't say they was the same thing. Well, how you, how, where, where, where your correlation? What make you think they? They you said, said it. it. Listen, where's your source? Source up. Source up. <laughs> Listen, I just came back into the conversation. We source all up. know. Hold on. We all know because we are Westerners and we had a Western education. We all know that that's the claim. Like we never really dived into it. You dig what I'm saying? Because I don't think none of us really care too much about European history, too much to dive into it like that. So we accept the connection that they say they make us. They were both Aegean civilizations, right? We know that Rome conquered uh, Greece also. So there was contact, no doubt about it. So you Ever. can't even get, you can't even get around me with that bullshit. You know what I mean? How like about Anglo? We, 
How about the oh, angle? No, no, stop jumping around. Stop jumping around. Yes, you, sir. You said you said Rome and Greece. We know yes, that sir. we know that the we know that those two uh civilizations and cultures were connected, right? Is we we even have a word for it, right? In history that we call it. We call it the Greco-Roman, right? Mm -hmm. So so it's no way for you to get around that point. Now, for Egypt and West Africa, right? What is the word that connects those things together with where it, it weaves the different things of uh, the Western Sahara and Northeast Africa together. We yeah, have I think that, we have that in the Aegean peoples, far as wise. Uh, we, we call it the Greco Roman world. We see um, how they consolidated different information and spread that over um, Asia Minor and different places that uh, the Romans had conquered. Even before Rome, you had um, Alexander the Great who pushed out into damn near all the way India. So so we can see the connection between- Well, we uh, have it. Well, oh, I Reggie. Can, yeah, well, I, I can answer it. Yeah. I can answer it for him. Okay, okay. So mm -hmm. the way I would answer it for it is that we come into the uh, Phoenician period. So we know that the Phoenician, we um, the Phoenician gets their writings from ancient from from ancient Egypt, then you know we we know that that's a syllabic form. So we yeah. also know we also know Carthage um, creates um, um, the Phoenicians create a settlement in Africa and North Africa called Carthage, right? right? So we we so now we know that Carthage is doing trade not only um, within Africa, right? But uh, it, um, they're doing trade with Phoenicia, right? So the world is expanding. So what, what's happening during that period is a um, uh, so the technical terms that you can that you can talk about is you could talk about um, uh, the, the, the Saharan wetlands. That's a technical term. Uh, you can um, where, uh, where 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 there's migra where there's migrations, and then later you get the um, you get the whole period. Um, you get the period of Mansa Musa. This you get the Islamic, the the um the Umayyads and the rest of them. They they take control of North Africa and they take and they follow the old routes. These routes aren't new. They follow the old routes where you can navigate the Sahara. So they run caravans. So so the pairing of ancient of 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 Egypt right is the pairing of. Egypt and Sudan, Egypt and North Africa, Niger and Chad, right? And West Africa. Now, West Africa, we do, we know that Mansa Musa took a pilgrimage. But they, they only believe only Mansa Musa, only West African that only traveled. That's all, they only believe. No, they, no, because we West African that traveled. We complete in time periods. We jumping around um, we, to the point we, where is is is. We creating the hodgepodges and stuff. So that... I, I, I think no, uh, Reggie's. I think I think Reggie's main one of his points that we're connected. And I think I think that the Greco-Roman was a lot more of a formal, direct connection. But where I think the West African influence, if there was one, it was a lot less formal and a lot more indirect. I think your pottery argument, the fire clay 
that 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 invention of that technology, I think you said in Mali and how that spread all around. If that's to be true, and and that went all the way across up into the Near East and Levant, and you know it had a huge impact, et cetera. Et cetera. I mean, that's a major uh, technology and, and and connection really for that whole area. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not explaining it the way you did, but uh, you're doing a good job. True, you're, you're doing a good job. Yeah, if if that's true, on, then that makes a lot of that. sense. No, but, I've but, never heard of that. Yeah, but but that still wouldn't. There's two different arguments. That I, I think I think there's validity in both arguments at this point. I, I think the West African and and Green Sahara, however many years, thousands of years ago, impacted um, what ended up being Egypt. Uh, but it, it's just it's a lot harder to draw the lines. Uh, but but as far as what it, it, it again, so I, I think there just needs to be more conversation about it. I think actually at this point, everyone is kind of right in their own way. Um, I, yeah. I'll share another slide. I'll share another slide. So, hey, Sheflon, hey, hey, do you believe that um, ancient Greece was a Mediterranean um, civilization? For sure. For sure. Okay, so the ancient Greeks uh, writer Homer depict the Egyptian as being what color? He he didn't depict Compared it as them. being a color. He he said he said Herodotus says that they were uh, melancholic. Oh, that means that means brown, and then he said they compared had to them, right? Compared hair. to them. So so he he doesn't he he doesn't actually describe a certain like phenotype. Well, it'd be complicated for Herodotus because he comes in during the Persian period. So he comes in, he comes in during during that particular period, but Egypt has uh uh went through lots of um um changes. You had the Libyans that took over Egypt, um and, and the states, and you had and prior to that, you even had Shoshank in them. These people were Libyans, and so Egypt Egypt at that time period that Herodotus steps in is very multicultural, very very yeah. multi-ethnic. So I, I think I think if everybody if everybody can picture um Gaddafi, yeah. If everyone can kind of put a picture of Gaddafi in their head. Because we uh, the brother that just spoke, I I don't know your name, sorry, but I think we're all good on the fact that this was not a black or white situation. But I think the predominant pigmentation, if we can picture Gaddafi, that's what most of those people look like. Probably well, it somewhere. It, it, it depends. So um, a shade it, to the left or right, one or two, but probably somewhere around Gaddafi is, is, that, is where at we're that at. Period time, at that yep. period of time. Absolutely. At what period of time? At Herodotus' um, son. Yeah. Right. So I I don't dis I don't I don't disagree I don't disagree with that. I, I want to show another slide. So. Um, so in a different period, when the Sahara dries up and you have the Sahel, this is what you call the Sahel right here, right? So you have the Sahel and then you have these, um, um, Africa at this particular period is connected by these, uh, these river valleys, these, these river systems and titularies. And so 
Cattle is going across all of this and culture is going across all of this. So this, this, this period right here gives you an idea. Here's, a, uh, here's another map. Uh, you know, Africa's hard, kind of hard to navigate as far as the mapping is concerned, but you have the same map uh, this way. So the, this river system, um, you got to understand that cattle, cattle's going through it. And in the Sahel, at this time period, you have camels. And so it's, this is a very vibrant, interconnected uh, community. But, but this is important right here, is that when we come to the trans-Saharan slave trade, they're following ancient roots, these same roots that were here, they're following it here during the trans-Saharan uh, slave trade. So these roots are in antiquity from, from the North. And it's just very, because based on water supplies, you, you have to create the roots based on water supplies. And so you have from the Trans-Saharan slave trade, which is the Arab slave trade, right? You have them following these ancient roots, which are still of those type of connections. And so to say, uh, I'm talking a pre-dynastic time, there was a connection through the parent people. Through the dynastic time, there was certainly a... a a uh, connection to the, uh, the the Wadi Hawar, the Yellow Nile, right? And then, but and and so then there, and then there's the cartridge period, where cartridge is the uh, lead center, and then there's the Roman period, right, with the Numidians and the rest of the groups of people, and then there's the Arab, uh, this 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 Arab period where there's Morocco and going down to Timbuktu, but still in effect, because they were Arabs, this Marrakesh, they're still taking that West African, I mean, sorry, that route to, to Cairo and Egypt. This is an established route. So you have, you ha you have culture. Um, I'm not trying to say that the ancient Egyptians talked to the West Africans. I'm saying it the other way. Right. If it wasn't for West Africa and pottery, there wouldn't be no motherfucking Egypt the way Egypt was established. Yeah. You're saying they didn't build their, they didn't build it from scratch. No, they, 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 they inherited, not inherited, but they, they, they took um, what they got from the Nuris from what was already existing X, sure. Y, and Z, but it, it, it became its own thing at some point, but at the beginning it was, you know, they, they pieced together parts, but sure. ultimately it became its own thing. I think everybody can agree on that. Well, let, let, let me ask you this, uh, Reggie. If Egypt had no connection to West Africa, does that somehow damage West Africa? Like does West Africa- No, it makes West Africa, West Africa was greater because of the creation of the pottery. Right, and right, right. Pot but, yes. No, but, but what I'm asking is, that it seems like all of Africa has to have a connection to Egypt in, in order for it to have some type of relevance. And mm -hmm. um, in, that wasn't in, in my our, presentation. My presentation no, no, was, that, but that wasn't my presentation. My no, presentation. I, I, I know, but th this the sense that this the sense that I get It's like the validity of West Africa that is presented to me from. From this community, it's only with its connect, its so-called connection to Egypt. When we bring no, up the Dogon, yeah, right? yeah. The, the Dogon is 
is insignificant, pretty much. And no, any, they are major because they no, they're the that's the point. The Dogon is really insignificant, but the only thing that makes them relevant in this community, in this mm -hmm. field of study that we deal with, is that people say that they have a connection to ancient Egypt. If you take away that, I don't see nothing relevant about the Dogon. Chevron, Chevron, let's just do this a different way. The doggone people um, have been connected to Egypt, but See? the doggone people stand on their own because of their connection to that Western uh, population of parent peoples. And so the doggone people, they try to say that they got their information from Egypt. That may not be true now. It may not be true at all. They might just be a population of the uh, 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 the children of the Green Sahara, and well, that they're. And, let me put it another way. Let me put yeah. it another way. Mali, ancient Mali, right? If we can even call it ancient, right? Yeah, that. Area. Anything else only takes precedence on the world stage when we connect it to Islam, right? No. No, because no, no, I'm saying let's follow my logic. I'm saying, do we only glean uh and, and put um reverence on West Africa when it's in connection to something close to the Middle East? Like no. it, it seems like I, 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 Egypt is a part of the Middle Eastern world, and it is from how I frame shit, like I I know so, y'all so, trying so, to. So, Shepard, yeah, Shepard, let me just say this, uh, right. you, you're, you're absolutely correct. Egypt is MENA, Middle East, North Africa. They mm -hmm. include Middle Eastern or North Africa with those antiquities. Yes, I get what you're saying. And West Africa alone, if you take that component out, um, the Middle Eastern or near, near Middle Eastern populations out, West Africa is not really uh, recognized. There's a lot exactly. of things. There's a lot of things that haven't been discovered. A lot of mm -hmm. things come late in the game. So single-handedly alone, absolutely, because it's after the the, the so-called academia standards of a human achievement that stood right. out in the Middle East, North Africa. There's a lot of stuff that haven't even been found yet. Uh, yeah. Hey, Shepard, can I, can, I, can I read this right quick? Um, yeah, Tony, go ahead. It's called The Genetic History of the Middle East into Arabia, right? And it says right here, it says the fraction of Iranian ancestry is substantial. The admixture model and the supplements give this to Egyptians. 45% Levantine, 32% 30, Iranian, 8% Eastern hunter-gatherer, and 15% Motic or Motic African. The older date is 2700 BC. The Egyptian writing dates back to 2700 BC, but the proto-hieroglyphs are 500 years older. The authors talk about the Semitic language and ancient Egyptians is not Semitic. So it could be the minority of the population that mixed into the Egyptians, but this is the massive event that we don't have records of. In fact, the authors claim that it went much more, much, much further into Northwest Africa and Northeast Africa relatively to this date. So what I'm saying is that if you read the genetics, that 15% Motic or Motic-like ancestry, which is related to um, Omotic-like, the Omotic or the Mota component is what was lingering in, that, in those northern portions of Africa a long time ago. And according to this, this is 2700 BC, which is 4,700 years ago. So mm -hmm. 4,700 years ago, 15% of that DNA, autosomally speaking, 
was similar to Sub-Saharan African, East Africans. Yeah. This, uh, and this is 2020. You can get the article. The article's right here. You can read it. This is Gene Expression, 2020, The Genetic History of the Middle East into Arabia. Check this out. It's by Raza Khan. Yeah, it's almost like um, if you guys remember MySpace back in the day. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's almost like Reggie is describing the West African influence, if you will. Just picture that as MySpace. But Egypt ended up becoming Facebook and Instagram. Right? Michael Jackson. Right. They, they ended up becoming Facebook and Instagram. But MySpace is still relevant. MySpace is actually still around now. But it's so but Facebook and Instagram went so far to where you can barely see any footprints from MySpace, if you will. But I guess if, what they're saying is if you dig deep enough, you still can see that there's some MySpace that had some influence on Egypt. But the curators from MySpace can't claim Facebook. That's a completely different company, completely different technology, completely different time. You, you can say, yeah, we influenced it, but you can't claim it as I if you drove Facebook. I understand, Instagram. but when you look yeah. at when you look at that um, makes sense, Chef Yeah, that was a good analogy. Yeah. When you when you when you look at larger periods of times, five hundred years periods of time, when they go back and they look at MySpace and they look at Facebook and they look at the early internet, the dial-up, uh, AOL, and stuff like that, they will look at it not like we look at it now because we're in immediate period. They're going to look at it as the period of uh, of this communication, right? This communication period that changed America. Um, when we look at the pottery in West Africa, the dotted, uh, the wavy line and dotted pottery, and the, the firing first of clay and the creation of clay pallets, and then not only that, weapons based on clay, right? And then figurines. When we look at that through the through the through the same lens. The, the, the only problem is, is that we are still digging up material. And so we just figured out where pottery was actually fired at, right? So I don't disagree with your analysis. Um, it's just that if I, if I push it out uh, um, to 500 year periods, thousand periods in this, within this time, we find that it's, it's, uh, it's populations of the Green Sahara they created Genesis cultures, right? That was transmitted it to his children. Ancient Egypt gets to be the Michael Jackson because uh, of its uh, its 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 mastery of, of writing. But right, West but Africa, Joe Jackson, but see yes. Joe Jackson, even though he's the parent and there's some yes. grandparents, they can't they can. They, they only can lay claim to a, a certain amount of what Mike ended up doing. Uh-huh. Because that's still Mike. And there's and other and groups. I, I think that's what, there's Smokey yeah. Robinson. Right, absolutely. There's, there's all these other groups. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. There is uh, Otis Redding and all these mm -hmm. other people. They Those people get forgotten, right? They get right. Um, when pop culture comes. So Egypt was like, let's say, pop pop culture right so then they <laughs> europeans europeans look at like superstars 
what we what we're doing as thinkers is when we start overlaying the pottery data, the language data. But the, pottery just didn't come from one way though. You even have Mesopotamian pottery. No, uh, that got no Sephirin. Oh, pottery was oh, fired. Pottery was fired in West Africa and through the Green Sahara got to Mesopotamia. It didn't. Um, there's no. There's no work whatsoever that says pottery was was first fired in Mesopotamia. And we so also, you telling me that human beings <laughs> in different places of the world can't come up with? Yeah, Japan and pottery. China. Yeah, they, they, Asia. They have to get it from West Africa. They, oh man, that's that's a threat. Why find that hard to believe? Because human be because I wouldn't put no claim like that on West Africans either. I wouldn't say that a basic technology had to come from somewhere else. It was else, innovative. Like it Africans wasn't just. But see, when you look at out on their own. But 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 here's the thing, Sheffrin. When you look at pottery settlements and where potteries are, right? You can find the earliest pottery in that area in Mali, then it spreads out. You don't have that at the same time period in Mesopotamia. No, I'm not. You, you so, talking about deep time, right? You, you I, talking about 10,000 years ago. Yeah, that's not deep time. Yeah, yes, it is. No, 40,000 years, 40,000, 50,000 years is deep time. I'm talking about the period of the Green Sahara, which... Yeah, yeah that's a long time. You talking yeah, 10... Well, I think yeah. what my brother Reggie's saying, I, what I feel what my brother Reggie's saying is yeah. Egypt before its development had a Saharic component, a Saharic component that goes back further in time. No, they were not them, but they have a component that makes up their, their, their development that comes out of populations from the Sahara. Right, you know that's saying? why I called it my space. But I'm saying they came from both ways, though. Yes, yes, yes. And they also have a Near Eastern component as well right. because populations have been going. That's why they're their own blended their blended thing. I also mm. wanted to read this right quick, Shefton, if, if you don't mind, man, because we have to understand when these geneticists and these, these people are sequenced, different, different companies are sequenced in different areas in North Africa. So, mm. for example, the Abusir mummy that was sequenced, the mummies, those are high, primarily over all mitochondria DNA. But I want to read this right quick. Um, this is called Mixed Origins of Current Tunisian Population Analysis of Alu and Alu STR Compound Systems, right? It says right here, it says Tunisia situated in Northeast Africa extreme is open to the Mediterranean Sea and all of its coast. The geographical location is the heart of the Mediterranean and has allowed Tunisia to have important role in history in the region. It says the Neolithic age was present in North Africa through three cultural periods. Check this out. The first Neolithic with Sudan origins started about 9,000 years before present. The extreme south of North Africa, where the current Saharan regions in Algeria are. The characterized by the ethnic contribution from Sudan. The second, the Neolithic Capsian origin started about 7,000 years before present. Represents the continuity of local Capsian culture around 8,000 years before present. And it's considered the source of proto-Mediterranean people. So what I'm saying is, is that we have to be careful when you have one group of scientists um, who are who are sequenced in one particular area, as if that makes up the overall country. There was a uh, what we label as a sub-Saharan African component that was up there, and all of the DNA that they have up there, that component isn't a result of slavery. 
I'm not saying they were the overall population, but again, where you find the black Libyan mummy that was found in Southern Libya, the oldest forms of mummification, the oldest depiction of uh, Anubis, and even the domestication of that jackal type uh, dog, it was formulated in Sahara. So mm -hmm. Egypt does have a Saharan component that makes way for it. And it also has a Near Eastern element as well from populations from Mesopotamia, which represents the population that's there now that ranges in skin tone or whatever. Those people are their ancestors. Us, we are our own cluster. We got our own thing. We were separated for a long time and we created our own cluster. But I do think that Egypt should be recognized because it's part, I think that the, the museum that Brother Reggie went to, the reason why they recognized Egypt because it's part of African studies and it is an African civilization. And to be honest with you, Af when it comes to Egypt, it stands out more than anything because it's more commercialized. They have more artwork. They have more hieroglyphics. It has way more stuff to add on to the African element to keep Africa relevant. That's why I still continue to be used in mainstream academia when it comes to African studies. Without that, because things haven't been really discovered in Western Central Africa, and a lot of things came up later in the game. When you deal with West Africa single-handedly alone, it won't stand out by itself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because Islam, it seems like Islam put West Africa on the map. Um, far as wise, where, where they come into history, um, that well, we start to recognize them. Master um, Musa put... Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say that. I'll say that uh, Islam gave West Africa literacy in a in a trade uh, unity, but that that's pretty much about it. I mean, you kind of giving like Islam a little bit too much credit, just a little no, I'm, bit. I'm giving Not it. Too I'm, much. Give, I'm giving it the just do that Africans gave it, right? But but um, but here's the thing: Africans when, when don't. Hold on, African Americans might fight against uh, the the contributions of Islam in West Africa, but Africans didn't, they embraced it, and it was a part of their culture. Okay, we might look down, down you, we might look down on it, right? Because, but they they never uh, uh, look down on it, like we look down on it as being- I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking down on it. I'm just saying- No, but you're you not real... acknowledging this contribution, like- No, I, I just, like, I just uh, told I just told you what the contribution was. <laughs> no, no, you limited. You you acting like that. I'm saying what, what we know of West Africa, right? Right. Um, coming into around, uh, I guess around 900 AD, right? It was from Arab chroniclers, right? And then the the spread of Islam into those areas, and then the 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 empires that accepted Islam. Right, and started to trade with North Africa and and the rest of uh the Islamic world. That's that's where we start to figure out, you know, what West Africa was. We we got a general um geography of it, you know what I mean, and, and its institutions, right? Um, so what are, what are we saying? But that's again, that's through the eyes of somebody else giving it relevance right the same way that anytime we talk about west africa when we're talking about egypt it has to get its relevance from egypt like like those people was doing shit right on their own without herbs without 
Egypt, whatever we, even if we want to say that the Egyptians was black, right? We still giving them more relevance than we are the actual people of West Africa. Can we just separate that shit, yo, and let those people be on their own? Like we constantly keep connecting them. Well, well I'm said, not, I didn't connect them. See, wait, Sheffrin, let me just start again. Um, I'm there, they are connected connected by the Green Sahara. They are connected by what happened with the um when the Green Sahara uh became a became uh there's a desertification of the Green Sahara. I thought the connection was broke by the desertification. Um, yes, but there's still caravans of uh, traveling across North Africa. And then, and then you have those other civilizations of Carthage and the Numidians and stuff like that and their right. connections. And so, you clarified that that wasn't during that time. It wasn't that wasn't Egypt that they no. didn't understand it as Egypt at that time. No, no, no. Right. So then and so then you have to. That, was the, Roman, that was the Roman period. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but you have to, you have to, you have the cattle, you have the cattle migrations. And so Africa is continuously connecting up because of these large, these long migrations of cattle and earlier than that, pottery. Right. And, and so there's some, there's sometimes there's no direct connection of people like people's intermixing. Right. But there is some trade. There's some communication. So, West Africa, what I'm trying to say, has its own separate um, importance in this story that we're only beginning to find out. The pottery, uh, I, 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 I asked you to read the article on the, the evolution of uh, pottery, right? And then mm -hmm. start looking at the wavy line and dotted uh, wavy line pottery and its migration path. Europeans don't want people to study this because they are still trying to uh, subdivide Africa for their purposes. So forget them. We are we are the researchers now. The Met helped us out because the Met dropped their sword. They are they they were the ones. Them and the Oriental Institute of, uh, of uh, Chicago and the other museums. We're trying to keep it separate, trying, trying to call it uh, the Oriental Studies, trying to call it Mediterranean Studies, trying to call it Near East Studies. For, for new evidence, there's new PhDs out there that's not accepting that. So that's the, the funny thing. There's a whole new writings on what's going on. The, the, the finding of the Green Sahara in those settlements have forced them to look at because it wasn't there 40 years ago. <laughs> anyway, for me, um, Adrian, you got anything to say? Uh, you're. Um, well, OK, this, this, this is this is like kind of like what, what I'm what I think. Right. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't necessarily think that there is a I would say that's a brilliant you know, presentation that you have brought up. And stuff like that. I, I really enjoyed it. But like my thing is, I would say that it's 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 very hard to try to find a certain, you know, connection specifically between like, you know, West Africa and Egypt. But I will say the same thing that 
Basil Davidson said in his work, uh, Great African Kingdoms, everybody should grab it. It's a short, almost like written in a children's format type book. It's really good. You all should grab it. Great African Kingdoms by Basil Davidson. And there's a passage in there where he talks about that there is a cultural unity amongst like the entire continent. Like even if they could be like thousands and thousands of miles apart, there's a cultural unity there. But I think to specifically like try to look for West Africa and Egypt, I don't know. Like I, I I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not really trying to do that, but there are periods, for example, there's the ISIS cult of Egypt. You have Cleopatra, um, Cleopatra's daughter, right, marrying the the king of Numidia, right? So we we do. That's that's in Libya. North Africa, I think. Yeah, that's Libya. Right, right. So, but no, but it's more than next door. The, the fact of the matter is that there's uh, passageways to the Niger from that area. They are those, doing trade. I, I would have to say those are the people that are not Lotic, I say have more, you, you have a you know much better argument. You know, well, people who try to look for a connection would have a much better argument with saying that the people of the, the Nile have way more of a connection with them. Because, you know, Diodorus Siculus says that the uh the Ethiopians say themselves that the Egyptians are colonists sent out by them. So yeah, it's I, like I th- we we it, that'd be a much better, you know, to me, that would be a much better argument. But to say like West Africa, that's I, I would love to find it. Like it's, it's yeah. Just, I think what he's saying, and I, you know, I would like to agree. I just don't know enough, but I, I think that the connection and the influence impact was more so coincidental, less direct, more, more informal and more of a whosoever will for the world, for the region, but not necessarily trying to impact one society over the other. So to right. the extent I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that I am I, I'm not saying that I'm not not uh, I'm disagreeing with you. I'm looking at time periods and I'm overlaying data. I'm just saying that the 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 West African, Central African, and now Valley African, they came from apparent people. They had already some of the same cultural affinities you're, you're without right. having any Egypt. Yeah, having anything I agree to with that. Egypt. Right, but the, the, what the connection to Egypt? The extent of the connection was not a co- was what was, I guess, like I say, non coincidental. It wasn't like the um, um, the comparison someone made with Greece and Rome, where it was more formal and more direct. Coincid- direct. Absolutely, absolutely. This, this this was something that took place over thousands of years. And, right. and while this stuff was even in, in formation, they had no idea or concept that there would ever even be in Egypt. You right. Know, this, so this stuff that's just why happened we get over thousands like, of years. So that's why we get terms like cultural, cultural continuity of Africa, right? And we have migratory peoples moving in and out. It's just that when you have these modern states, Egypt, and then later. Uh, the Libyan states, the Tenehu, and then Carthage, and then the Numidians, 
you have lines drawn where people can't necessarily move, but they are still there's still trade going on. So what we're yeah. concerned about is the communication between the groups. I'm not, I've never, uh, uh, maybe when I was uh, younger and I didn't know enough and I didn't do research on my own, I'm, I might've tried to make a connection between West Africa and Egypt directly. I do not now do it. I do it with uh, parent peoples and I do it through uh, trading lines. But, the, but, but it was also the Europeans that was trying to make these make Egypt the Michael Jackson because they that's where they would have their foot in the door trying to say that Mesopotamia stimulated Egypt and Egypt wasn't in Africa Egypt was part of the Near East and, and it's, it's another thing that has to be uh, stated a lot of the things that we talk about we talk about rivers and waterways in Africa as being uh highways right and um yeah. how people you know navigated and got around um a lot of the river systems in africa is unnavigatable you know what i mean so it, it would be hard there's only certain portions of those rivers right that 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 is even navigatable right so to think that people could just move across you know uh west africa on boats and nah, that, 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 that's, that, that's a, a simplistic way of looking at it. Because even when we look at the Nile River, right? The Nile River is like, you know, we say is a cultural highway, right? It is. But it, it, no, it's not. No, no, no. No, When you go to work, when you take world history courses, they it, tell you that all, all, Civilizations start by great river systems, and the great no, river system that, of Africa is in. The I don't land. have no problem with that. I, I have no problem with you know early civilizations being there with uh, near uh, rivers, water, and stuff like. Have no problem with that, but to act like the Nile River because it's that long connected all of Africa together. It, it was a barrier in some places, right? It, it, it disconnected people because of the the, uh, the cataracts and the rapids, right? You have whole marshlands that that river created in areas, right? That stretches hundreds of miles that the Romans in them said that the ship was impassable, right? right. So for, for the most part, we be thinking shit is connected because well, of a river, but Sheffrin, they think it's the Mississippi. It's not yeah, the, but Mississippi. Yeah, but Sheffrin, not the Mississippi River. The ancient, e the, the ancient Egyptians did know how to assemble and disassemble boats, so that's how definitely, they got to definitely the around the first and second cataracts. Right. But we don't know that they did it past that. No, so we had, the we had the no central... record of them. The, they 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 relied on the inner Africans, right? And other tribes that trade with those people, correct, so correct. indirect, correct. So, right. so then you have um, you you uh, you have the fishing. Uh, first of all, the Africans had, early on had were uh, you could call them aquatic civilizations. So they did a lot of the uh, uh, um, uh, the gathering, hunting and gathering uh, on the shores of uh, rivers. They created uh, log boats and and rafts. Now, and they were able to assemble and disassemble. 
I don't disagree with you to make it simplistic, but uh, look, you got cowry shells in Egypt, right? Where do they come from, right? They come from Central and, and uh, Central and West Africa. You find that uh, cowry shells in Egypt, um, and so, but the source is somewhere else. I don't, I don't want to make it simplistic. I don't think that you're incorrect. I just tried my best to try to overlay some data and uh, I don't disagree. The Egyptians and West Africans did not connect directly. Uh, they did connect through the parent peoples. They did connect through the trans-Saharan slave trade. They did connect through the period of cartage, right? That, that um, um, through trade, through just normal trade. I am not saying that we are West African, um, that we are uh, Egyptians. We are West Africans because of the, the transatlantic slave trade, but but we're still. Um, but I'm so I am not. It'd be different if I was a Kemet nigga. I am not. A, <laughs> I'm not that. And then right. Lex is gonna chop what I say and say that uh, Brother Reggie said that I'm not a Kemet nigga. And and he's gonna make it disparaging, but but while he chaps it up, what I am trying to say is that uh, some people want to make Egypt the Michael Jackson instead of looking at Joe and Catherine, Smokey Robinson, Otis Redding. They want to do that for their purposes, and I don't think that that is right. Uh, I don't think that that is a right methodology and they don't have any methodology, right? I'm not doing this religious, I'm not disagreeing with you, Shefren, but I am showing some data to make indirect communications uh, possible. No, no, I agree. And, you know, I, I think the only pushback that I really have is that, you know, Egypt doesn't need West Africa to stand. But it seemed like we need Egypt for West Africa to stand because we, we go out painstakingly go out our way to show connection. Ain't no Egyptian yeah, trying to make no painstaking connection to West Africa, right? It, it's so so it's like yo, it's it's something it's something lacking in us, I feel that we need these connections because no matter how uh uh um irrelevant these connections are we have to go out our way to show them right and i don't see egyptology or nobody or or egyptians right north africans trying to make connections to western central africa they, their pride is not connected to that in no fucking way you feel me? But ours, for some Except reason, for they share apparent people. I, whatever that is, they don't even have to, they don't even acknowledge it. No, they don't they, know enough. They, they, right, but it doesn't, the, my thing is, their worth and their, and I don't even think West Africans in West Africa, because I cut, I cut um Nigerians in them hair. They don't care nothing about no damn Egypt. They're, they ain't they're British they're, they're British citizens, so it's like no, it's not. Like, no, I'm, they I'm are not. they Nigerians, Joe. 
They know, know, they know it, they but they don't. They, they British get, citizens, man. They Christians, no, nigga. Saying, yo, that's they British. Crazy. They British citizens. What do British citizen got to do with them being Nigerian? They, they, they Christians. Just as, they just as messed up in the head as we oh, are. They, they. So be. they messed up because they not jocking either. Nah, well, no, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, you can't, you can't like. You you can't use them because they just as messed up as we are. So it's they like, ain't messed up. How they oh, messed yes, up? they are. <laughs> they they make so they, the Egyptians they make, messed up because they Muslim. I'm I'm not even worried. I'm not even like worried <laughs> about them. But what I'm saying is this: like you can't like if so a African, nigga can't even be a Christian hold on, without man, wait, being hold, messed hold, up. Hold on, man. Let me, let me let me use an example. God damn. Look, so man. my grandma messed up because she a Christian. I didn't even say that. Are you putting words about that? Well, 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 so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this: they Christian. What, what I'm saying is that. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that they colonize citizens. So it's like, just like they they still be using colonial education from like the 19, you know. What else is they going to use? That's the education <laughs> of the world. They, they they still use the British colonial textbooks from the 1950s. So it's no, like, if you, if you want to use them as an, you can't really use them as an example. What, like, el- what other educational system? Tell me an hey, African hey, educational chef. system that, that is comparable in, in literature, math, science, and technology. And then Ifa. I can say, all right, Ifa. we need to roll with that. Show no, me that. I know you so, but see, you know, Egypt, Egypt is the Egypt you is the pretty girl. What I'm saying, like, yeah, Egypt is that pretty girl that you want, you can't have, but then you realize you don't need her anyway, and you didn't need her in the first place. That's where Chef is. Right. He's realized that I don't need her, I didn't need her, and I didn't, I don't really want her either. But there, there's a group of us, not us, but the, that that see the pretty girl. We want her. We know we can't have her, but we keep trying to get her. And eventually we'll realize, hey, I don't need her. I really I don't need, want I her. I just want to bang her. Damn, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that, that's what she is. That, that's what Egypt is. You got to walk away. I don't even care about Egypt. I, I, no, we got to walk care. away. Like you said, I, we got to walk away from her. I don't, I don't know. Care the, about the European don't walk away. Why? Why? Why should y'all walk away? They got Greece and Rome. I don't, I don't that's that's the, listen, that's theirs. They can have, whatever their issue is with Greece and Rome, let them have it. Yeah. I, I why? Why, why we got to deal with the same psychosis as Europeans? Because the reason why there's 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 a Egypt is the is 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 pretty girl. It's, it's not not just a pretty girl, but every culture needs a not to say the beginning, but where intellect, you know, that's that's high peak intellect right there. Why why would we throw that away? So what if it wasn't us? But but what it is, it shows that uh, uh this great civilization had color. And it was on the continent of Africa. It doesn't matter if they were light skinned African. This Af- they were African. Yeah, they had when African I say concept. Away. They they yeah, had well. an African thinking. 
You know what I'm saying? Why would you want to throw that away? Yeah, when I say I walk away from the pretty girl, no what, what I mean huh? is that as far as nigga, her we being yours. Away. Nigga, we walked away from breakdancing. <laughs> hey, nigga, we walk away and let the Chinese grab breakdancing, nigga. We don't have oh, this shit no more. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> The hell with you, nigga. They trying to take, they trying to take the the the, the tongue of hip hop. Uh, if they, they take away, I care the, about Marx and Lenin. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I care about Marx and Lenin. But see, but see, if if we walked away Maybe from break dancing, break dancing was originally ours. That's what so, I'm saying. So, so you can walk away from what's originally yours, but Egypt was not. You see what I'm saying? So, Man. so we can, we got to walk away from the it, idea it's, it's that this Af- was it's us. African creation. So is South Africa. So is so the what? Congo. So is Tanzania. Matter. European, European though. Why, why, why the hell we gotta be different? No, no, why, no, no, no. Why no. we gotta be different? Why can't we just have what, 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 what was given to us on the continent? That's our shit. Let let's protect yeah. home base. Yes, the same way as all the other countries. The same, but we got to look at each. The same way as all the other countries. What about it? What about it? I'm saying you you view Egypt and appreciate Egypt just like you appreciate all the others. So you're not clamoring to say that you're Egypt over the Congo or over Mali or over South Africa, whatever the case may be, Kenya. It's, it's just but let me ask you a question. All right, let me let me ask you a question, right? You know, there's a lot of kingdoms, a lot of royal family in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Why do we care about the queen and king of England? Why the fuck we here? Why the fuck did we? <laughs> why the fuck America care about a goddamn queen of England when we live in a it's a we got a fucking president, but we worry about the queen of fucking England. It's a reason for that shit. They take pride the British, in their the, motherfucking the, shit, nigga. Because we don't, the British, why, 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 why yeah, we want to Because look, I'm not because saying that we don't take pride into because, it. Nigga, that's, hold on, that's hold on, not what I'm saying. Because, no, I know, I, I know Great exactly Britain, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, right, nigga, Great Britain the Saudi got the Saudi Arabia king, I mean, prince, that nigga got more money than the fucking Queen of England. But the Saudis, listen, the Saudis. Great Britain is America's ally, so we do care right. about them. <laughs> I never say we didn't. We, we I never said, said it, but what I'm saying why is, we, why do we? Why do we? Why, we got why do these European white white people in America care about the Queen of England? We are forced to care about the Queen of England because they you know, are. I don't care about them. I know you don't care as yeah. as, as, as an individual. I'm just saying right. as a. Yeah, yeah, because, as 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 a stat. Yeah, because of you know, it's place in history, it's relevant. Nigga, so, you, I hear what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, we also have to protect. This is the greatest civilization ever. Egypt. Yes. Now every every group and every civilization in the world has produced a a, a, a zenith. You know, China, they, they come out of the, the queen, the, yeah. the king. Nobody king, give a damn dude. about China. Everybody no, but what I'm in saying, the but, world. But, but hear me out. Hear me out. Everybody yes, has listening. a zenith. Everybody has a zenith. Like, Egypt wasn't the best civilization in the world. No, you know, not. China, had, China had its zenith, too. The Arabs had their, 
you know, the Arabs had their zenith. They conquered, you know, Spain and but Portugal. nobody went to China like how they go That's, to Egypt. The Arabs went to Nigga. the Arabs went to China all the time. And even but have you ever noticed? But oh, have you oh, ever noticed? Oh, I ain't done yet. Uh -huh. I ain't done yet. Well, even I can even prove this to you. Did you know yeah. there is evidence in the Great Zimbabwe right now that uh -huh. Africans were actually trading with the Chinese? That's Did what they want to say. They're saying the Chinese no, 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 built no, no. the dam. We, we, saying... actually have, we actually have archaeology that backs it up. Yeah, yeah. Because they say the if Chinese... you look at the Great Zimbabwe, you find that in some of the remnants of the civilization that is that was left by the Portuguese when they destroyed it, that you right. see actual Chinese doors. Yeah, so, no, 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 no. The African built yeah, African built that door. They want to give the Chinese the, um, See, Glarkin, the credit you, for when, when, when I say walk away, Glarkin, you're walking away from the black Egypt idea as far as that being the majority population, the ruling class. You, you're walking away from that. You're not walking away from the achievements in the African civilization. We all we we get that and appreciate it. But the idea that that's that's what it was, you got to walk away from that. Because okay, we don't listen. need that. So 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 <laughs> on, yeah, we got on, hold on, hold on. So hold on. So so we got great Zimbabwe, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Now he just say that the Chinese <laughs> the Chinese built the damn door. In Zimbabwe, <laughs> oh, that they have they have Chinese doors down in the remnants of the uh, Great Zimbabwe civilization. I know the door you're talking about. It was no there's several. Somebody pull it up. There. I never heard of this. You yeah, heard I, I, about I, the I, door? I it's the big. Now, it's a now, big now this door. is interesting. Yeah, it's a big yeah. wooden door. Hey, Sheffron, that they claim Sheffron, the Chinese. I, I learned, no, it's several doors, by the way. But Sheffron, I uh. I, I took a world history class like a year ago when I was, well, I'm still in school, but my uh, history professor had showed us um, the, the great Chinese, door the Chinese built. No, it, it's several doors, but he, he showed us the, the uh, Chinese architecture that's part of the remnants of uh, Great Zimbabwe. But and, well, I, I think, I think, I mean, 100,000 mile view, we got to so be agree okay. So you agree with about the Chinese building a door in Great Zimbabwe, but you can't okay. believe the suit. You can't believe the suit. The suit. The people from Sudan, uh, um, it's actually connected with the people in um, ancient Egypt, though. The Magi were the by. police force. The, the huh? Magi were the the Magi were the uh, police force. So they're saying something. Okay. Yeah, right. I, 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 yeah. Okay. I, I think what we have as a people. You know, the last six thousand years, however long, we got to be okay. You know, because because history bears it out, and you know it, it's just tough to really deal with it. But we weren't always the major innovators for every major big change. You know, and every new technology, every new advancement in, in science or agriculture, I, whatever I, the case. We don't yeah, have never to be the that. ones. Yeah. But but I yeah. think that we, you know, some of us, you know, we want to kind of cling to anything that's hot. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? The, throughout the past. And it's okay if at certain points we were ahead, certain points we were behind, in the middle. It's just but we don't want to claim the, the part that we were ahead. If, if it's direct or, not, or indirect, we don't want to claim that. we. We... When we think of uh, being ahead, we think of Egypt. 
Right. And that never was us. So like, Africa. No, I hear what no, you're saying, but all civilizations like that. Look at America. No, America is based listen, on Greece. The schoolwork and everything is based on Greece. That's the but Greece is not trying to claim America. The Grecians right. are not claiming us and saying that's us. Who is the Grecian? The, the, oh, the people oh, in now Greece. you trying to nitpick what he's saying now. You're trying to. Nah, you're sounding you're, like, you're, you're sounding like the country of Greece wasn't really ancient like, Greece. Oh my God. Africa, yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah. Africa, for the most At, part. What about Africa? I think that we have. Uh, we we generalize that continent too much. We have that picture. We have that picture of the silhouette of the right. outline of Africa, and we mm -hmm. think that that outline is holy and sacred. It is. Right? That is not. No, no, it not throughout history. It is yeah. connected to the rest of the world, and it does not belong to black. People alone. Absolutely. Oh that my god! That, that's like, yo, you know what you remind me when you say that? When you know what you ever watch? You seen hey, the movie? Um, but but watch black this, Panthers, right? The, you the seen Black, black Panther, people, right? The black people that were there uh -huh. didn't think it, but as they traveled around, the, right. see the concept that we have of Africa now, right. the ownership is not right. even. I don't. I don't know if they thought that had that same level of ownership viewing it the way that we view it now yeah the, the, the territorialism way that we view it mentally mm -hmm. i don't know if they had that mindset yeah we 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 sit because every time i hear them talk about africa they say egypt it was in africa and they say it was so much bigger like <laughs> right. like that shit means something like what, what who are you talking about the continental what that mean you talking about the continental Africans? Yeah, yeah no, for, for us, we say uh -huh. that Egypt was African. Like, and then you get some type of pride by saying that. When hey, but Chevron, when I was going, when I was I'm when I was going to school, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm about I'm in my 40s, right? Right. Early 40s, right? Egypt wasn't part of Africa growing up. They would just say, you know, sub-Saharan. Then you, then you just have Egypt as being separate. Maybe probably the same. I'm in my early forties. Egypt yeah, has yeah. always been. It's Egypt always has been. always been a part of Africa. I swear I to you, well, see, then, then there's a problem with y'all education. But y'all not gonna put that shit on everybody. If y'all didn't know Egypt hey, now, was hey. a part of Africa, that's a that's that's your issue. Stop trying to act like the world. I'm just telling you what, what was going Egypt on when I was part of Africa. No, no it, it's something no, wrong. Real, that, that's because that's something wrong with the education. It's not a part of the curriculum, period. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, Chef Ram, for real, though. Y'all just want to blame white people for y'all not even looking at a map, yo. I didn't even say, I didn't no, say no, no, I, no, no, Chef Ram, it's not a point. No, I didn't. I never. I never believed that shit, but in school, I swear to you, they had what geography teacher taught y'all. No, 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 wasn't a part of Africa because no, no. we need to get we need to get that school system. If you're my age, if you're right. in your early forties, and Adrian, right. you in your twenties, right. so you went to school recently, and you saying you didn't know that? No, 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 no. It's, no. it's, it's almost part. like. It's almost like you. 
I didn't know for like a long time because like it's just how it's it, it's it was how it was taught. Like no, they, no, no, they no. taught Egypt like it was it's part of like, the middle. It was, like, it was something the, the else. I never, yeah. I never knew that oh, like for oh. a very long time. No, but 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 I did know. We did. Know now I see it. your problem, yo. Now I see. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I, I get where y'all coming from now. Y'all no, finally realized Egypt was and physically in the body of the continent that we call Africa. And no. now y'all no, no. gonna give everybody hell for that. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm, Chef, I'm not Chef, giving nobody. Hold on. Chef? Nah, Chef. At the age, even, even when I was in the third, fourth grade, right? I've been to Egypt was in Africa. But what I'm saying is on the, I they would show the map right because we would have we have the map. They would show mm -hmm. Egypt right, and below Egypt it'd be Sub-Saharan Africa. Below there was that's what they would have. They would show they would have the rain in Egypt, but below Egypt it was just they would say Sub-Saharan Africa. They that's would, what they, it they, is, they, huh? So <laughs> because yeah. that. That that even in Houston, Texas, right? When uh -huh. uh, I was dating a, a female friend, I mean, I, I was dating some girl down there. Her her child brought home, uh, you know, uh, the map of Africa, and they were doing the same shit. They were having Egypt separate from the rest you of in Texas. Something. You, so you in Texas, right? So no, no, I'm not, no, no, right. Now, right now, I'm in Jersey. I'm saying when I was well, I mean, you grew up in Texas, so you know the geography. No, I didn't grow uh, up in Texas. No, no. Well, say I spent some time in Texas, and I, uh, and I had a girlfriend down in Texas. I'm, I'm talking so about, So what's like, south it, of the Rio Grande? You said south of the Rio Grande. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, south of the Rio... Damn, I need a fucking map for that. What's you that? You mean Rio Grande? You mean Rio Grande? The Rio Grande? Rio Grande? D-R-A-N-D-E? Rio Grande? You said Rio Grande. It's Mexico, <laughs> yeah. It's Mexico. Well, I know the word Rio Grande. Not I'm Rio having so Grande. much fun. Like, this is so fun. Like, this is, he said this Rio. is fun. <laughs> Listen, what, what, I'm say, what I'm saying is, there is Rio such Grande. thing. Rio Grande. Yeah, huh? there is a such thing. Rio Grande. It's so southern <laughs> Africa. Yes, All right. it is. All right. Egypt is in Northeast Africa. Yes, sir. Right? It's right next to Asia. It, even it, those right words, next what? right next to Asia. It's, okay. is a border country, right? No, why? why? Hey, Shepard, Shepard, can I ask map. you a question? Go ahead. Shepard, why uh -huh. Ankh is not here doing the color map? If Sudan is underneath Egypt, right? Don't Sudan and Egypt got the same climax? Climate? Yeah. Climate. <laughs> no sexual thing now. No sexual. Don't it got the same climate? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, huh? Yeah. And, and, and most of this area probably do have the same climate. Yeah, so why so why are the people different? Why are the color different over there? Because you the got people map. from what, what? the you got people the from the Middle East at? coming. You got people from the Middle East coming into the Sudan, especially within Somalia. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about three. I'm talking about five thousand years ago. Why the color map is different? 
But the, no, aren't the they because that's when they were coming in. From Oman, oh, that's when it was from Oman. Oman. They, they yeah. came in droves. And, 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 and prior to that. And prior to that. Were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so if you look at so, lines, y'all, man. if you look at the map, the, uh -huh. the, the color of the people that were in that northern Egypt area, which is desert, that's some desert in South Africa and Nambia and Botswana, et cetera. And then, et cetera. And then the same color as the Egyptian up there. Those desert no, they're not. Look alike, no. right? No. That's why, okay, so why? No, but, the, but those people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they I say. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. I think that this would bring the pseudo killers really into uh to recent um to even be more recent because you know y'all like to talk about the vaccines and stuff. I think in terms of history, because I think we we've beaten Egypt to death, we've beaten yeah. slave trade to death, we've beaten you know prehistoric West Africa to death. I think now what we should do to bring us more. Uh, in more recent uh, scholarship, we should try to talk about the validity of the 1619 Project. 1619. Because that's a hot topic right now in Texas and, you know, Black history is at risk and we, you know, we talk about it on panels like this. So. Yeah, in Texas, they're trying to say we... <laughs> They trying to change the whole script down there. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Texas now, man. They they don't even where, teach. Where in Texas? My uncle, Houston. my Houston, great uncle, my great uncle' name is Calvin Pearson. Calvin Pearson is the person that found the first landing in Virginia around Fort Monroe. So he, uh, he, <laughs> you're going against my family. No, but no, the 1619, yeah, 1619, the first landing, the first uh, a ship of 20 odd Negroes, as they called them was in uh, Fort Monroe, which I actually uh, visited it, but they've taken over, they've taken it over and they've spun it out. Uh, and the reason why they're doing it is uh, they're so stupid. Um, 1619 has nothing to do with American history, it has something to do with the British uh, history in America. And so um, our rights are, uh, are only dependent on uh, the United States law, not not the British law. So they they're doing that to kind of get us to focus away from uh, 1776 and this and 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 in American slavery. Uh, they they're kind of kind of uh, fusing the things together for their political purposes. But for history's sake, yeah, 1619 uh, would then happen in, in Jamestown. It happened in, in the Chesapeake near Hampton, near uh, Fort Monroe. So, but, and, and so there's two streams of the 1619 project. One is just to uh, understand uh, the first landing, how it happened. And then it's the political stuff where uh, they're, they're setting us up for these fake reparation cases that lose like the one uh, that we had with uh, Pelman Farmer, where we, we lost in federal court because the woman had a, a white maid, a white husband or a white maid, and she filed a suit on the banks, but the dummy couldn't, uh, she couldn't establish her family's connection to the, uh, to the banks, right? And so it was, it was thrown, it was actually ended up uh, it was painful. 
uh, um, the, the way that we actually lost. It was the wrong issue for reparations. And now reparations and federal court is really closed based on that, that, that case. But thanks for letting me talk again. Yeah, I, I, so I, I can definitely we talk agree. about the validity of the 1619 project, Sheffron, maybe later on down the line. Sure, I, I, I'm gonna go look into it. Like, hey, Mike, y'all just made me interested. Hey, Mike, where where in Houston you you at? Spring, right? You heard Antoine Tidwell on uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I was staying, I was staying over there over there gotcha yeah i know where you're at yeah right. but i think i think you guys made a lot of progress tonight there's a lot of admissions and a lot of common ground <laughs> i don't know what's gonna happen over the next few weeks but they gonna go they gonna dig of... their heels back in right like and, they... and this conversation is never is they're gonna be like it never happened they're gonna all <laughs> they're gonna dig back in in their trenches and they going to fire off again like they never had this conversation. Like, it's nuts when they come to Egypt. Oh. I'm sick of it. Like, these niggas need to get out of Northeast Africa and get back to where the hell we came from and leave those North Africans alone. Let, <laughs> them, let them goddamn uh, Semitic... Uh, uh, goddamn people have North Africa and their civilizations and just leave them the hell alone. I, I don't get it. Like, what, what is the big deal? Are we back on this again? I don't so, know. So, but no, 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 no. Most of wait, these wait. people never visited Egypt with all the oh. money that they made on Egypt. <laughs> they can't get on a flight to go to Egypt. See, oh, no. Go. They shouldn't go. It's nah, pushing. Man. It's it's like pushing a drug. It's nah, like a man. fantasy drug. So now, so they have a conference now called the the One Africa Conference. Sounds so you slick. Going? You going, Reggie? Brother absolutely, Reggie? absolutely, absolutely, absolutely not. Wait, I'm, are, I'm, are you going to? Are you going to the one in um uh, with Jabari um? No, that's on. one Africa conference. Oh, that's it. Okay, so you ain't no. I'm that. I'm presenting online at the West African Beyond conference with Dr. Soikita and Dr. Faraji and Dr. Issa. And okay, okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm presenting online. I'm not. I don't have to go back to Egypt no time soon. Maybe to to Nubia, but I don't. There's nothing. There's nothing there for me. Um, and so one of the things, the difference between y'all. Is that mm -hmm. I'm I'm brother Reggie, uh, you know, and I grew up uh, studying under Doctor Ben, and oh. <laughs> and what happens is they see me as a they see me as a traitor. They don't see right. me like they don't they, they don't see me like y'all. They see me as if uh, if if they could just remove me from the argument because uh, and so for me it's it's much more painful. To push the message than it is for y'all because right. they they call me traitor to my face um and then they say oh i'm helping zion lex learn the meta nature and stuff absolutely not right absolutely not um hey reggie, hey, reggie before i get off my mind um um that script down what's the name of that script down in nubia that they say it's hard to uh, decipher the Marug script is that the moronic strip? Okay, so yep. is it older than the um uh, um than um? No, it's it's the heretic. No. Not the heretic. Is it older well, than the heretic? 
No, okay. no, Hieratic is just a uh, it's kind of like the handwritten. Right? Yeah, the yeah, hand it's cursive. Right? Script, right? No, the the Meroic scroll script. First of all, that those people have always had their own languages, and right. so basically they used uh, characters to make up their language, and and, and we haven't. Uh, well, it hasn't been deciphered. Hasn't been deciphered yet because we don't have a good triliteral script. Mm. But 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 the concepts. Remember, it's the parent people of both Egypt and the Cushitic people that that we we need to look toward to. What the Moro mm. what the Moroc people did was they cut themselves off from Egypt, um, mm. and they created their own structure. Yeah. Mm. If I could say that, so no, Moroic script is not older, but the language, the language may be older. We just don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. We just don't know yet. Okay. Yeah, brother, brother Reggie, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay, and, and keep in mind, I'm, I'm being like, you know, as respectful, you know, as possible with this question. I'm, I'm seriously about to ask, right? I'm being. Be very respectful. Get it out. Get it out, Adrian. Get it out. Okay. I mean, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm just gonna start off by saying, man, you know, I'm I'm jealous of you that you got to, you know, meet and talk to the fathers of Africana studies, you know, Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark. You know, I was their pallbearers. I, I was I was both their pallbearers. It makes me break down and cry. Like I swear, because I, I remember when no, I no, because oh, they Dr. Ben, Dr. Ben was not not he was not nice. Um uh, Dr. Clark was probably one of the beautiful elders I ever uh spoke with. But Dr. Clark, um Dr. Ben, uh he would he would curse you out. He would he would use you out and um push you out on a ladder to have you drown and then laugh at you. Dr. What? Ben was uh, he was a tough a, a tough person to work with, particularly in his old age. Um, but because I had so much respect for him, I uh, and you know it helped me it helped out my character, right? Because right. but like you, Adrian, it was such a privilege to work with him. But in his old age, he just became he just became uh, difficult. So, but what was your question? But like, just like you know, I'm I'm insanely jealous that you got to like you know meet them because I'm doing an independent research project on the both of them for school. But uh, <clears throat> why, why when you know someone like you know questions you know your scholarship, even though today what happened was kind of a messed up way somebody you know could question your scholarship, but like. Why every time, like, you know, you explain yourself, you always say that you knew these people? Like, they're a god to him, man. Nothing wrong with that. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm no, just... no, I can, I can tell, I can tell it um, because what happens is that at some point, people act like these people never said um, and, and never said specific things. So if mm -hmm. they can erase me, see, I'm in a generation between um, all of them, right? And so right. some of their elders say things that's completely untrue. So I was there when Dr. Ben used to laugh at the uh, the people with the uh, Kemet religion, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Jabari said that him and uh Infudishi they they almost got into blows like they didn't like each other like for real. That that's what he said. You know? Who didn't like each other? Uh, I remember Jabari said on Star Netter a long time ago that uh Infudishi uh and Doctor Ben didn't like each other. Um, that's 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 absolutely um. I, if you could call Jabari up on 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 this on the show, first and foremost, um, uh, at that at that time period, uh, Infidici was the only person that Dr. Ben let teach in uh, in the university in Egypt for him. Um, Dr. I mean, Infidici Jehudimas had great reverence for uh, Dr. for Dr. Ben. So you first you have to be, I'm 56 years old, Adrian, right? Right. So when I met Dr. Clark, he was 70 and I was 20 and Dr. Ben was like uh, uh, 50, 58. Um, the, so some of the people who are talking, they didn't, uh, they didn't know these people uh, or they knew them at their old age. I knew Dr. Ben in his prime, like he was just a, a few years older than I am. So I am so that's why they don't like me so much because I was around. Look, Doctor Doctor Ben had problems with Shekhanta Diop. He had problems really? with Doctor Milana Karenga. He had well, problems the second with part is uh, understandable with Doctor Jacob Carruthers. Um, what? Yeah. Um, when yeah. he had problems with the, with with like Jacob Carruthers and Shake for because I thought. Like you know, all y'all. Well, Doctor Doctor Shaker Ante Diop, Shaker Ante Diop had a uh, a a French wife. Oh yeah, and Doctor Ben, <laughs> and, and, and then Shaker Ante Diop, Diop right. wasn't necessarily. Uh, he, he kind of ignored Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor Ben, and mm-hmm. Doctor Ben, uh, Doctor Ben kind of took that personally, and then there was. Ivan Van Sertema and Dr. Charles Finch, who, <laughs> who got into the middle of it and, and Van Sertema had a white wife, right? Mm. What? He did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Van Sertema. Oh, wow. Van Sertema worked for the uh British uh the British desk. He was uh he worked for the British intelligence in um and 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 so people don't know that he was a he wasn't a spy, but he worked in intelligence. And what? And yeah, so uh, so Ivan Van Sertema was one of those people that the Europeans were actually uh, grooming, and uh, you know to control the Caribbean. And so Dr. Ben Ooh. didn't like didn't Dr. Ben did not like uh, Ivan Van Sertema uh, for that reason. Okay, they, so they, they had they huh? worked together though, didn't they? No, I know they, I know uh, they worked together because. No, they, they was on not. Gil Noble show back in the day together. It was three of them. It yeah, that's because of Gil Noble, but 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 Dr. Ben was there sarcastically, right? Because Van <laughs> Sertema, Van Sertema had no real knowledge of the Nile Valley whatsoever. He was still pushing this uh Indian, they came before Columbus, mm. black people. And so Dr. Ben and Dr. Ben used to laugh at that. Um <laughs> What? <laughs> what? So when they come on TV shows, that's just to outdo each other. But Dr. Ben was the Dr. Ben was the dean. So I. So knew, he didn't believe that. Dr. Ben didn't believe none of that. Dr. Ben used to laugh at these people. Dr. Ben was not like Dr. Clark. 
Dr. Clark was like the 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 the, the super dean, but Dr. Mm. Ben, Dr. Ben would lay you out in public and embarrass you. And mm. the worst thing that you could do is have a white partner. So mm. um, Dr. Ben would just embarrass you and slay you on that. He would slay you. So that's what you should write a book about your relationship between those three. Cause no, I got I a few auto that shit. Look, yeah. I'll, look. There's you, people you, care about you should that. write a book those, about those how you do Dr. Clark and them. That would be that would oh, be something. That would yeah, be one day I, I was trying to find um I, I, I could show you I, the other day I went to my sister's house. I took a picture of Dr. Dr. Clark and Bishop Tutu. <laughs> And Ooh. um, um, from um, South Africa, yeah, yeah, and I, I couldn't find it. And I have a picture with on the same day with me and Dr. Clark, <laughs> my only picture with Dr. Clark in when in the 80 in like 80, uh, it might have been about 84, 85. Mm. Um, the rest of these, uh, so no, I couldn't write, um, see, because a lot of stuff is is kind of personal, I know. I know Dr. Both Dr. Clark's wives, right? I know Sybil Clark and his first wife. I know Dr. Clark's children. I know Dr. Ben's uh, both his wives, right? Um, I know their families. Um, Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark went to my father's funeral, um, sent me a wedding gift when I got married, uh, and Dr. Uh, so I, I'm very, I was very close. So the reason why I bring it up is because the, uh, and I used to read to Dr. Clark when he was blind. I used to go to his uh, house once a week uh, and he used to have me page books for him and read to him, right? So I, I, I you know, I had, a, I, and then I went to each, I went to West Africa with Dr. Clark in 86 and I went with uh, to with Dr. Ben in '87 when we took a thousand people. Did, uh, did you did you, were you on the trip when um, I heard Dr. Clark was talking about Louis Farrakhan, how he went to um, Egypt and went to with the whole the holy. Uh, um, that was Milana Karanga. Yeah, that was when he was talking about Farrakhan in the '90s. He was talking about Farrakhan. He he said he was very disrespectful. When he went to um when they when they got on the bus and they went traveling to um to um the temple certain temple in in Egypt and he um went he that was Doctor Milana Karanga that wasn't uh, I guess he okay I guess he got the name messed up because he did say you heard yeah. him say Farrakhan huh? but uh, what's his name it was Milana Karanga I was on that trip that was eighty seven and basically. You know, it was a thousand people on that trip. And so Dr. Milana Karanga now is uh, who's still alive, who I know him. I know him personally, at least I've met him a couple of times and spoke mm. with him. And uh, Dr. Dr. Milana Karanga was leading uh, a group of people that he was with into the Holy Saholis. And mm. Dr. Ben said, you can't go into that. And then right. Milana was like, well, white people going into it. Why can't we see it? And Dr. Ben was, you know, he pulled out his his craft situation where he's part of the, <laughs> the, the mystery systems. And mm -hmm. he basically says that you're not permitted to go in disrespectful, right? 
because he doesn't mm. even he doesn't even go into the holies of holies, right? Mm. And and um, it was just a power play. And then people do not know at that same conference, Dr. Ben had his craft of of American uh, people in in the Masonic tradition that he was the grand master of, and he put them all on stage to show Milana and Dr. Carruthers that these people that you think are your friends are not your friends. They're under my craft. They're my army. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've seen all of that personally. Wow. Um, I've I seen that. And I also, I there was a, a physical issue. It was physical uh, between uh, Dr. Ben and uh, Dr. Jacob Carruthers. What? Uh, yeah. And I was in charge of security. I was the sergeant of arms. And so I uh, and then there was that was with and then there, uh, that was with Jacob Carruthers. And then at the uh, another ASCAC conference, uh, they had a big blow up on the stage. That's what mm. you need to be writing a book about. Like, I, I mean, like, you know, the, the origin of rice <laughs> is yeah. cool, but like there's not a lot written about Dr. Clark even though there's like two kind of autobiographies about them, but you should yeah. add that too. I mean, because well, the African studies, like we we need, you know, more stuff written about, you know, Dr. Clark and them. So you should be writing that, man. Well, well, so well no, because it's, yes. Oh, go ahead, finish your own, what you about to say. Well, because my my situation is that, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm family. There are lots of, um, Look, yeah, you don't when want you do put interpersonal. Right. There, yeah, there's interpersonal. There's lots of a look. There's lots of affairs. There, mm. I was, I was security. So, um, I, mm. I, uh, you might look at me now right. at, uh, as uh, you know, uh, frail and lanky and tall, and then and then people talk to me a certain type of way, but that wasn't necessarily. That wasn't always necessarily. Uh, the 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 case right and mm -hmm. and so i laugh at some of these young people that disrespect me because <laughs> you know look i mean um, my, my son is in a phc program right he's a doctoral mm -hmm. student right i'm right. I, I live for my son right my, my my son is um in a doctoral program for neuroscience so mm -hmm. he's doing he's studying psychoplast he's studying mri he's studying all the tools that we talk about on this show, right? The yeah. psychopath is part of the uh, the PCR or whatever for the uh, detecting the the coronavirus, and and um, and so um, me me getting into real arguments with like like you know when what's his name X comes on, yeah. I showed the dude a peer reviewed article that I wrote that's cited in libraries, right? And I have other writings. And I just simply say, you know, look, you, you, you don't have to respect me, but my work is different than your work. Um, right. And if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for me, um, listen, the, the Amin Ra squad and the pseudo killers is all part of a, a, a history of, um, there was nobody dealing with the meta nature in public um, right. except for me. Right? right and then other people came along but i put together the kemen on trial uh um so when people battling the hebrews 
I was the I was the first to do it, and I and I and I and I won. I pushed him back. And, yeah, you were behind. You were behind. Um, the, polite. when polite went when polite went to um Egypt. You was you was one of the um you and um Jonathan. You guys was um. You well, know, not not only that, not only that. I drove polite. I drove polite to the airport. Right. right. I picked polite up. I talked to polite. Um, you know, polite is my. Polite is a friend of mine, no matter what the controversies is. And I talked to him with Jonathan on the phone when he was in the, uh, when he was showing us the glibs from the, um, the pyramid right. text of Unis. Right, right. So, so um, the difference is that, listen, I'm, I'm just asking y'all, if I do something wrong, that, 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 that I need to be disrespected, then that's fine. But people just coming on these channels really and just really disrespecting really. me is, right. is, 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 uh, is really, really, it should, is, I, sh I shouldn't be in a situation where I have to curse out, uh, uh, because, uh, curse out <laughs> somebody who, how can I say, is, is on our channel. old enough to be your son. Um, not, only, is, not, not only that, that's not African. That's not West African. African? Your, your, it's not, it's not <laughs> an African, it's not even, what I what I mean about that is it's not something we do to our elders. You know, even even in American culture, black old American culture, we don't they do it in like Egypt, huh? They do I it in West African. That's not West African. Culture. Well, no, at West Africa, so people get it wrong. So I've been to West Africa. Oh. Um, at West Africa, still has servitude, right? Right. And 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 they and so they have these chiefs. And basically, if you're part of the servant class, meaning family names, um, these chiefs take advantage of you. Then the chiefs now give out fake stools. These people right. saying that they're getting a stool in their chief. That's <laughs> fake. The, the Akan people don't even want to teach you their language. Mm. Not, they don't even want you got to learn the, um, the language from other people. They don't they want to keep it secret. And they're Christians. So yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to hear no uh, West African uh, saying anything. Um, they need to get this stuff straight. <laughs> yeah, so, we can't go back to pork chop. Nationalism. A bad word. We're not Africans no more. Like none of us are Africans anymore. And Shit, why, so you don't see none of those I'm Negroes. You don't see none of them Negroes um, flying, uh, flying to America saying, oh, I found you, my great, great, great grandson. No, we do. We do the Kunta Kinte. I'm here. You're my family. Right. Um, I love you. And they're like, just give me your money. They call us Bruni Bafo. Bruni Bafo. You got you got to tell what which country doing it because Ghana. Pick, okay, yeah, yeah. You can't just say this. You know, say well, Ghana. But 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 not only Ghana. The um the Islamic uh, African countries, Ghana. I mean Senegal, uh, Senegal, uh, Senegal, and Mali. If you're not Muslim. You're jack shit. Right. See, I you, see. Right. You're right. Right. If you don't, if you, and you're saying to them and saying, why, why you, why you, why are you trying to do Hajj? Why are you trying to follow the prophet Muhammad? Don't you read, uh, don't, yeah. don't you read the history? No, they just read the Quran and the Hadibs. I said, well, it, it, read the Hadibs. They don't care about black people like, like that, but they have this, they have a belief like we have with Christianity. But right. my, my, my big point is that um, any given day, 
uh, I can debate any Hebrew, any Christian, any Muslim, right? And it means something. Like mm -hmm. sometimes on these shows, these are just shows where it's going back and forth. Listen, I, I went to I went to uh, high school with General Yohanna. Right. I heard overheard you saying that. <clears throat> right. I know him personally. He's my he's a he was a, a friend of mine. Right. Right. Actually, <clears throat> actually, um, I, I mean, I have a lot of respect for the brother. Right. Growing up. Mm -hmm. Right. Because he didn't do the things that I did when, when mm -hmm. I was growing up. Right. So mm -hmm. he, he actually was a, a good dude, strong. Right. But he wasn't the commanding general then. I know his brother, right? So that's why the they don't. General. Huh? He was the young general then. <clears throat> he was a wrestler. What? Yeah, he was yeah. a uh, he was a high, uh, he was a high school champion wrestler. He wore the Greek suit. <laughs> Stop lying. No, nah, he wore. That's what they wore. They wore the the tidy the bikini the the one piece bikini. <laughs> But no. but General Yohanna could fight. General Yohanna mm. could fight. But but in my neighborhood, I'm from Castle Hill. We ain't really fight. Like I mean, we did fight. Fifty. Yeah, who came out of Castle? Who who came out of there, Reggie? Like famous. Uh, a bunch of correction officers. A bunch of criminals. <laughs> now, only reason I'm asking, I thought one of the Wu Tang came out of Castle. Maybe nah, I'm they from Staten Island. We we yeah, we. Yeah. My okay. my younger brothers, my younger friends that I grew up with, they they were involved in sex, money, and murder. So oh, I, I grew up, you. I grew up, uh, um, I, I I grew up watching them. I was older, but I I grew up watching um, them being involved in um, sex, money, and murder. And mm -hmm. and you know I was uh I, you know I, I I did what I did in the projects. It wasn't nice. It wasn't it wasn't nice at all. Mm. I was responsible for a lot of, uh, I'm res personally responsible for a lot of bullshit in the projects, right? But. Uh, uh, well, get hey, let me ask you a question before I go to bed. Um, So what was it, what was really making Dr. Clark mad at Louis Farrakhan? I mean, what would he do? I mean, he, he, used throw, he used to throw some shots at Louis Farrakhan, like. Because Malcolm X was Dr. John Henry Clark's friend. Yeah, Dr. Okay. Clark had taught him. Mm. Yeah, Dr. Clark wrote the uh, wrote the organization of Afro American um, uh, paper. Uh, he wrote it for uh, he wrote it for Malcolm. That's Dr. Clark's work, and so he was. Uh, but Bumpy Johnson was a friend of uh, Malcolm X too, a close friend. That's that's yeah, actually that. true. Like, cause I, I feel like that's made, I feel, well, I mean, I don't know, but I just felt that that's like kind of made up. That's actually no. true. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Things. What happened is that when Malcolm, when Malcolm got killed, Malcolm and, and Bumpy used to play chess. People don't know that. But when mm -hmm. Malcolm, when Malcolm got killed, the nation of Islam, uh, um, they were emboldened about, about Malcolm being killed. And 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 people were scared to go to the funeral of Malcolm, and and and, uh, and so there was a there was a big war um, in Harlem, and Bumpy Johnson paid for uh, uh, Bumpy Johnson paid for Malcolm X's burial. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. And 
and he stopped the nation of Islam for harassing, uh, harassing uh, the people. He basically mm-hmm. said, you killed my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just leave it alone. Let us bury him, right? And so my professor, Professor Small, he, uh, he ended up working with uh, Sister Ella Collins, Malcolm's sister, right? And, uh, and becoming the imam of Muslim Mosque Incorporated. And um, I've met Sister Ella many times, uh, Malcolm's sister, Malcolm's nephew, Rodnell Collins, and Sister Betty many, many times, um, and the children. Sister Ella, I heard she was like a gangster. Like She was. Yeah, I heard about her. Yeah, I heard a little bit. She was no nonsense. Uh, uh, she's, uh, she, uh, she was no nonsense. She, she ran Boston, um, some mm. Boston politics. She had a, a, a home on Strivers Row, right? She, uh, she was involved in um, a lot of legal and illicit stuff. She had a lot of real estate. Um, but, but during the time period of Malcolm's death, uh, she took it upon herself to, to try to figure out who did what. And so um, a lot of people, there was, a, there was a war going on. There was a lot of uh, bloodshed people don't know about. Um, people uh, um, be, between, you know, what what actually happened with uh, Malcolm and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people left the country and fled um, because Ella was really, really upset about what happened to uh, Malcolm X to a to a type of situation where, you know, you brothers going to have to man up and you're going to have to do something about it. And the fight wasn't really necessarily with the nation of islam because it wasn't the nation of islam they were the they were provocateurs they 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 were doing a lot of clowning and making a lot of noise but there were a lot of uh informants and other groups of people uh involved in this process and and it was basically like the mau mau like all you needed to do was get your finger point somebody point the finger at you and you might die Right. right. And, and Ella was so, and Professor Small is a nice elder. I'm telling you right now, these days, he's a nice man. He's a nice, good brother. Leave Professor Small alone. He's not mm-hmm. what you think he is. Right. So don't just don't get it twisted. People just gotten old and they, but Professor Small was, uh, he was Muslim Mosque Incorporated. And he was in charge of the OAU, and I and I still work with him today, and uh, uh, it's hey, tough Rick, working with him. Did you know that uh, Spike Lee? Um, and if you read his book, uh, by any means necessary, the trials and tribulations of making Malcolm X. Did you know that Spike Lee had actually interviewed Dr. Clark on his relationship with Malcolm? No, I, I suspect he may have, but I I. I did not know. Uh, I did not know it's. Well, I'm not a fan of Spike Lee, by the way. Yeah. But Wesley Snipes did the. Uh, yeah, he did. I seen a that. great and mighty walk documentary yeah, on Dr. Clark. Yeah. yeah, he did a better job. Um, the the Malcolm X the Malcolm X movie that Spike Lee did uh, it actually had a lot of problems. There was a lot of hidden truths in it, but it, it was. 
it was really pro- problematic. Right. What, what was wrong? Like, what was wrong with it? Like, it, it, I mean, he followed the the autobiography and uh, James Baldwin. He helped uh, write the script. Like, uh, yeah, but it was the over glorification of that of the of the woman, the white woman that Malcolm was uh, involved with. That was a yeah. short part of the movie. <laughs> no, but it was a. Uh, it was you got to understand that people took sides during that um, movie. I actually, I actually had a big, big uh, problem at the time with the, uh, unfortunately with the 5% nation. Um, mm. I actually, I actually got jumped by, mm. by them uh, outside yeah. the movie theater. Right. Um, uh, because of, yeah, because of, because of the movie inflamed certain things about Malcolm having a relationship with this white woman that was on film, the way it was, it was just, it was, uh, oh, it was terrible. But I went to the screening. Um, I went to the screening with uh, Denzel Washington and Malcolm's family. I went to the screening. I sat in the second row of the screening of the film. But, uh, uh, but, the, but there was, uh, how can I say, there was people calling Malcolm a traitor based on mm-hmm. that, that movie. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Earl Littles, right? Mike, uh, Malcolm's father, yes. right? It was a Garvey night, right? I yes. seen picture in, in, in that movie of Marcus Garvey. Uh, my question to you is, do you feel that Hollywood, Black Hollywood, Hollywood has failed to make a movie about Garvey? They they are making they, a series about him right now. They having are they the brother who yeah. uh who playing who played in off Black Pan- Panther to uh play him, so they already in production now. So yeah, they basing it off a book called The Negro with the Hat. Yeah, so right. so I think um one of the scholars, Dr. Jahi Issa, who people don't treat really well, so he did his uh his work on the Louisiana, uh, the Louisiana uh, Africans and in uh, and, and this and, and, and okay, so there's some things about Malcolm that um, Malcolm's family, his mother is from Grenada. Uh, right. Yeah, and she, she was also, Caribbean. huh? Yeah, yeah she's she from Caribbean. Grenada. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. so um the 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 Marcus Garvey movement was really really popular in the South because Garvey was the only only person who was talking about Africans going home, and there were a lo- lots mm-hmm. of Africans that had recent member memories of being in uh, uh, Africa from their grandparents and great grandparents because the transatlantic slave trade supposedly ended in 1808 but it was so profitable that they kept slaving africans up to africans up to 1865 they was illegally importing them in new jersey was still having slaves up there dr gerald horn out of houston wrote a wrote a book about that recently out of the university of houston he he wrote a recent book about that right and so i I met gerald horn a, a couple times and went to his talks and then I have a couple of articles on the uh, the illegal slave trade that you can find uh, that I've written with uh, Dr. Issa, uh, Dr. Jahi Issa 
on the illegal slave trade. And Jai Issa pseudo, stay away from him, Reggie. I don't like it. Okay, I I happen to work with him on a couple of projects. Stay away from him, Reggie. I'm telling you. Hey, Reggie. Um, also, He's my bad, grandma. He a bad dude. He a bad influence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Reggie. My 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 grandmother' youngest sister passed away in last year. She was 95, right? She was telling me story in Liberia, where she's from, right? Uh, um, that she remember, she can remember her father telling her a story about at that time as a little girl that um that uh they were still doing slavery thing they were still capturing slaves yeah uh, yeah yeah this in liberian she remembered uh, um um she 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 remembered the stories of slaves uh, um i don't know if she said she's seen it or she she remembered well, this but see there's two slavery. types of slaveries that was going on uh, it was still the Arab uh, slave catchers, right? That yeah. they that they were still involved in the uh, in the in this in the servitude uh, kind of uh, slave trade, and then it was the American uh, the American uh, uh, slavery, and and then it was America putting in these puppet ambassadors into Liberia, and then right. there was also Booker T. Washington who had an experiment trying to expand the Tuskegee uh, project into Li Liberia. You could read Dr. Uh, Tyreen Wright's work on, on that. And then he mysteriously died when he tried to uh, link up with Garvey. Yeah. In 1913, died. right? That was 1913. When I don't remember the date, but he, was, he seemed to be poisoned. So right. he was poisoned by some Black Americans that he was in conflict with. Well, and we don't actually know like how he, you know, like we don't know if he was poisoned or not. Like I, I don't think people have really came up to like how he died and stuff yet. So we. Gotta... Oh yeah, well, so so I mean, there's material out there you could uh, search, but one of the things is there was this big problem with him getting beat up, uh, seriously getting beat up prior to this uh, situation, um, supposedly over some white woman, and then yeah, he goes, he, yeah. he ends yeah. up. He ends up going, I don't know, to like, uh, I don't know if it was somewhere in New England, right, for a conference. And and then after that, he gets uh, he gets terribly sick. Oh, wow. uh, What's the book on this? Because I, I, I've been trying to buy uh, Booker T. Washington's journals, but a lot of them are starting to be uh, out of uh, out of print now. So what's your, what, what's the. Dr. Tyree Wright, um, Booker T. Washington, The Making of a Pan-Africanist is probably one of the best books because she was a, um, uh, she, and she, you know, she was, uh, uh, how can I say, she did her PhD on it and she was able to uh, look at the uh, Booker T. Washington papers directly. What's the title uh, Booker T. Washington, The Making of, Pan uh, of a Pan-Africanist. Pan Making of a Pan Africanist. I'm looking this up on Amazon. Yeah, uh, the making. So she, yeah, the making of a Pan Africanist. And she said, so one of the things that people don't know about Booker T. Washington is in his last uh, year or two years, um, you got to remember since the slave trade, uh, they weren't, uh, um, they had stopped the immigration of Africans into the, into the United States. So he, uh, he worked with the uh, president of the United States. <laughs> And the last thing that he did was uh, 
they ended the African exclusion measure. The African exclusion measure uh, was the was the uh, uh, allowed Africans from the uh, Caribbean and uh, Africa to come into the United States to immigrate into the United States, and that was so important because it added numbers to our population, our fleeting population. So, um, Dr. Tyreen Wright uh, has a chapter in her work on on that. But Gerald Horn uh, is a uh, a must read on the uh, illegal slave trade. Um, no matter what Sheffern says about uh, Dr. Issa. Come on he, now, don't be throwing the jabs now. We got to remember we're on the show still. <laughs> nah, he, he did say something. He's he trying to, he trying to Yeah, say I'm something. just trying to say that uh, Dr. Okay, I want to I mention something that will probably be coming up on the conference. Interesting mm-hmm. that this guy, um, this this African named Perry, who they get the, uh, the, the zero zero haplogroup from. Yeah. Okay, so what's interesting about that, and that's going to come up um, in this conference that we're going to do, uh, uh, I've been talking to Dr. Issa about it, is that we have Perry, but we don't have his parents. Hmm. So it's interesting that the only line is from Perry. So where are his parents if he was born in America? It looks like that Perry was uh, one of those uh, um, Africans that was still um, that was snatched mm. as a young boy uh, during the illegal slave trade, because see there are lots of Africans that show up in the Americas uh, during the period from 1808 to 1865. They just show up. They get mm. Anglo names and stuff like that, and they and they uh, they have to learn to survive English very quickly but they're being um, transported up the Missouri and uh, Mississippi river, the backwoods. And so Mm -hmm. they needed those Africans to cut down the, uh, the, the forest, the logs and, and they needed. Yeah. So people don't talk about that. And then they don't talk about the union troops uh, and the forts that they created where they collected these Africans that were off the plantation. And basically uh, many of these Africans uh, died. Uh, there's something called the punch bowl. I forgot what it is there, where, where there are these huge graveyards of, uh, of, of Africans um, after, the, after the Civil War um, uh, uh, being basically uh, um, dead bodies in, 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 in shallow graves. Mm. That's that might be probably due to the fact that when uh, the Union was was liberating plantations, there was a lot of slaves that was following them. And so, you know, they was like, we need extra manpower and they put the black soldiers in the front. So, I mean, who knows? That That's what I think. Probably. Well, they collected them into uh, um, they collected them into forts. So you got all these vagrant Africans walking around right, with no place to go. And so the union collected them. Uh, and then there was uh, outbreaks of uh, viruses. And I mean, uh, I don't know if it was smallpox or something like that, but in some of these forts, there were these uh, breakouts of diseases mm. and lots of Africans died. So if you look up, I think the punch bowl, that's one of the uh, big things that research has come out. And then there's all of these uh, these graveyards of of Africans uh, 
during the period of the Union Army. So the Union Army wasn't wasn't kind. Their whole thing was to end the war and to get the Southerners under control. But there's but to say that they cared about the African was a, a is a misbelief. And at the same time, they needed to control the population because those Africans would become voting uh, members. And they, so the population during the Civil War was roughly 50%, 50% uh, white and 50% black. So from that period, uh, we shrunk down to a population of 13% um, through the policies of the United States. Hey, Reggie. Um the 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 um <clears throat> now Garvey the Garvey and um uh, what's his name um had a battle um uh, what's his name W B Du Bois W E B boys boys right do you yeah. think do you do you think um as you look back at it retroly right that yeah Garvey probably lost the battle but he actually won the war because the boys end up dying in Ghana. You know, say well, what I what no what what I mean about that. What I mean about that is, uh, um, he was pushing Garvey was pushing back the Africa shit, right? And the boys end up dying in Africa yeah, when he was pushing. Why he why why he was pushing? Wrong. You uh, say that again. You're looking at that completely wrong. You think so? They oh. they they had see this was the this was the issue primarily between. W.E.B. Du Bois and uh, Marcus Garvey. Okay. W.E.B. Du Bois 